I'm not saying I've never dated a girl that like admired some of the stuff I've done or admired me as a comic. I absolutely have. Yeah. But like, it was never like a thing of like preying on like a, like a groupy thing of like, Oh, she'll do whatever I want. It was never that. It was just like, Oh, this is nice. This girl's like into me. Right. I always just looked at it like that. The way I look at oh, right. here's my, here's my thing with comics, with dating comics. It's like, do I get excited when I meet new female comics? Yes, I do. Do I want to date them all the time? No, not all the time. Do I want to date them sometimes? Absolutely. Yeah. And the reason why sometimes is because I'll start talking to them and they'll be really cool and I'm having fun and we're laughing and yeah. I'm like, this is fucking cool. Don't shit when you eat my friend. Everybody. Welcome to Ari Shapiro's Skeptic Tank. I am in Los Angeles, and it is amazing. In New York, the weather is still hasn't hasn't hit sixty yet as a high throughout the whole winter, and all of whatever this half spring it hasn't hit sixty as a high once, the projected high. And then I look for the next ten days, still nothing. So at most, I'm gonna miss a month of good weather there. At most, probably like one or two weeks. God, if I'm there for cleavage day. Ooh, that'd be fun. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ari Shaver's Skeptic Tank. On today's episode, I have someone that I could not crack. I wanted to talk to Joe DeRosa, who's a very, very funny comedian, a mainstay in the New York comedy scene, a legit part of the scene, now living in Los Angeles because he's writing for Pete Holmes' talk show. Pete Holmes's? Pete Holmes's? Pete Holmes's talk show? Pete Holmes's? Um, so he's here in Los Angeles and I wanted to talk to Joe about one specific thing that he didn't really want to open up about Joe, as far as I can tell, has always fucked in the comedy scene, be it comedians, bookers, agents, whatever. It just seems like he's always doing it. Now he has this thing where it seems like he has this weird, like, we got to defend women. You can't tell, talk about who you hooked up with. But it's like, dude, if it was fucking years ago, who gives a shit? You protecting women because you're like, oh, no one can know that they had sex with me. That's just sexism. They're equals, right? It's something you guys both did as consenting adults fucking years ago. So who cares? Just say it. You didn't do anything wrong. Did you do something wrong? Did you cheat on somebody? Okay, but if not, then fucking say it. What are you worried about? Quit this fucking high school. Like, I have to protect her innocence. Say it to 40s, bro. We're equals. We're equals. Anyway, by the way, I'll be in San, uh, San Jose this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, March 21st, 22nd, 23rd, with Steve Simone. Many-time member of, guest of this podcast, and host of his own new podcast, Good Times with Steve Simone, that I've been on. Um... We'll be there this week and get our tickets at AriTheGreat.com. So here's what I wanted to get from him. Because the first time I met Joe DeRosa, well, the first time was in Down and Dirty with Jim Norton six years ago, 2008. That was the last time I did television, everybody. 2008. Everything I've built up until this day has been because of the television I did in 2008. It just takes a long time to really set in. That one HBO set they showed one time at midnight on a Friday. It just takes a while for the, to gain 
acceptance and public consciousness. And then eventually, you know, it, it comes through. People start following you. <laughs> no television in six years. Come on, whatever. Um, I mean, could I have sucked the whole time? Is that it? No way. Not the whole time. Not the whole time. Um, so DeRosa, okay, so the first time I saw him in New York, he was at the stand, and he came in, and he was outside fucking smoking or drinking. It was warm. Man, that stand is nice when it's warm. The stand in New York on 20th and whatever, 19th and 3rd. Um, cool club, but it's fucking rad right there on the sidewalk. You get to look at shit. And all the cops, all the cops in training walk by as you get to make fun of them. Or I ask them, like, please remember, we're going to need you to turn on your fellow uh, uh, cops when the time comes. Stand up for civil liberties. Try to turn them early. Put the thought in their head. But anyway, Joe DeRosa was there. He was outside. He was bitching about, oh, one girl is inside. And now this other girl that he brought, it's all weird because this other girl that's inside, he already hooked up with. And now it's a whole mess. And I was just like, dude, how much of this drama do you invite in your life? How much? I just thought it was amazing for someone to consistently do. And I've seen him stay till late. I've seen him stay till late and try to hook up with people. I've seen it. So it was tough not having him fully open up. But he did open up about some stuff. And then we got to talking about how thin-skinned he was. And so that almost became a separate situation. Because I've talked to other people about him. Not just Jay and Kurt, as we talked about. But after that even, Jay Larson, lots of people say the same thing. Joe DeRosa has thin skin. I don't know what it is. I still like him. Still a cool guy. And really, you guys, legitimately a funny, funny comic. So if you're in L.A. and you're in the scene, it's time to go watch Joe DeRosa. A couple quick notes for sponsors. LegalZoom.com. Guys, March is National Start Your Business Month. I bet you didn't know that because who would know that? Who made the National Start Your Business Month? Who's in charge of National Month's? And why would they give March 31 days and have a follow Black History Month of 28 days and say, okay, we're done with black people. Now it's time for work. Eh, maybe, it's, maybe it's actually trying to help the black community. But listen, LegalZoom wants to help you start your own corporation or LLC or file your DBA. I don't know what DBA is. LLC is something that big corporations do so they can't get sued by individuals. They can barely get sued. So if you want to fuck over the little man. Get your LLC at LegalZoom.com right now. If you put an Ari at the referral box at checkout, you can get three-month trial of all new QuickBooks. All new QuickBooks. $119 value, free, when you enter Ari in the referral box at checkout. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code Ari. And by the way, uh, they're not, LegalZoom is not uh, lawyers. They provide you with self-help services and they connect you with the right attorney, but they're not a law firm. LegalZoom.com, promo code Ari. And then this one I'm excited about because it's NatureBox, everybody. <laughs> NatureBox is, uh, they, they sent me a bunch, of sh- a bunch of shit to eat. It was great. It was delicious. They have all natural foods. Here's their deal. They're saying you want to get in shape by summer and girls especially, but boys too. Guys, don't look fat. Please don't be fat anymore. Just don't do it. It's unhealthy and it looks disgusting and it smells. I saw a guy in Dallas at the UFC. Dudes, he was sitting in the, in the wheelchair section. I put up an Instagram. He was sitting in the wheelchair section. But he wasn't in a wheelchair. He was just fat. He had the body type. Do you remember Willy Wonka? The original Willy Wonka? Remember when Violet Beauregard, the one who was always on TV? Remember she, uh, she ate that gum and then all of a sudden she started turning purple and then she got real big? He looked like that. He had the body t- type of her when she looked all big and round. 
He'd look like a giant blueberry. And he's sitting up there with the wheelchair people. Like, he's got a real sickness. And I get it, he does. But fucking get some help, man. Get some fucking help. You're just dwarfing a chair. Anyway, naturebox.com slash Ari. Listen, here's the deal. Healthy snacks. Don't give in to shitty snacks and vending machines. Keep looking and feeling good. Go out to pool parties. Be able to take your fucking shirt off. Naturebox.com. Naturebox.com. Here's what they do. They send snacks right to your door. So they sent me a box of stuff. I ate the fuck out of it. When it's too cold and rainy and snowy in New York and you don't want to go next door to to the corner store... Or in New York, in L.A., it's a little bit windy and you don't want to go next door to Pink Dot. What do you do? Guess what? You have snacks they sent for you. And they're amazing snacks. All with zero trans fats. Zero high fructose corn syrup and nothing artificial. They're healthy. So they got shit like barbecue kettle, kettle kernels, everything bagel sticks. Let me go to their website real quick. Oh, yeah. Cranberry almond bites. Those were good as fuck. Rose's sea salt chickpeas, and there was something sweet in here that I wanted, but I didn't see. Where was it? The Granny Smith apples, dried apples, that could be good. Honeycomb sunflower kernels, I don't even know what that means. Oh, here, honey macadamia pretzel pops. Dude, the sweet and, sa- and salty together? Oh, I want that. I want that in my stomach. So anyway, naturebox.com slash Ari. Free shipping and 50% off your first uh, box when you enter Ari. So it's naturebox.com forward slash Ari. 50% off your first box. Free shipping anywhere in the U.S. I think free shipping is always. Um, some quick dates for me, and then we'll start the episode. Big J was here, by the way, over this, this uh, couple days. It was nice to see him again. We got so high. Me and Matt Egger, we're going to go see Gravity. So we're like, let's get high out of the Gravity bong. So we got high out of the, well, we're about to take it with us to Universal. And then we passed Big J, and Matt Egger's a big Big J fan. So he was like, can we stay? And I was like, yeah, we can stay. So we all got high out of the Gravity Bong. And when you get high out of the Gravity Bong and go see Gravity, um, you miss the showing of Gravity that you wanted to see. It floored me. That Matt's OG, not the Matt's OG, the OG Kush from that Gravity Bong. We had fucking three balls between four people. So a girl, she stopped early. And then the three dudes, we all pretty much kept going. So pretty much a bowl a person. And Jay had like three quarters of a bowl and the other girl had a quarter. So like, buried me. Like gravity bong. Who gave me that? Oh, the skunk guys. Man, it was great. So um, here are a few dates. Tempe, Arizona with Joey Diaz. April, the beginning of April. First, second, third. Um, this weekend, San Jose. Um... Nothing, nothing. Moon Tower at the end of April. Edmonton, Minneapolis. Camel Rock Casino in Santa Fe, New Mexico. That's in May. All those three in May. Go to AriTheGreat.com for all the tour dates. If I mention one of those cities, fucking go. Otherwise, I'll be in L.A. Like April 8th in L.A., I have my next Storyteller show. The last one before I leave for New York. And then April 20th in L.A., I have my Store 20 show at the Comedy Store. It's going to be fun. I don't know what I'm doing exactly. I've already asked some people to make sketches, a couple people to make videos. One guy, Lance Kenstopoulos, is going to perform. Um, it's just going to be a good variety show. There's going to be some stand-up in there, too. So, honestly, come. Bring your own marijuana. They say you can't smoke inside, but they're not going to stop all of us. And that didn't come from me. You light up a J at your table. What are they going to do? Stop everybody? I can't see that. Doors open at 4 o'clock. Step outside at 4.20. Show starts at 4.30. Come. It'll be fun. 
All right, let's start the episode. Ari Shafir Skeptic, episode 158. Thin skin comedy fucker with Mr. Joe DeRosa. Let's do it. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Where are you going with that gun of yours? Hi, everybody. I'm here with Joe DeRosa. This is either going to be the beginning or the end of the podcast. Let's make it the beginning. Okay, the very beginning. We'll and do this before. End. You want me to double it? Well, no, yeah. No, they're not going to listen to it twice. The same exact thing. All right. Well, yeah. We're high. Joe DeRosa from New to Los Angeles. Let's do a proper intro with you. That's what I'll do. Yeah. New to Los Angeles. No, not so new. Five, six months? Four months? Five months? Something like that? Yeah. A writer on the... Still around Pete Holmes show. Yeah, writer. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll get into that. Uh, writer on the Pete Holmes show, and and I, yeah, and I, and uh, uh, you've got your own podcast. Do my, now. Yes, yes. Do my own podcast. What's it called? It's called Down with Joe DeRosa. Down, Down with Joe DeRosa. Yeah, Down with Joe DeRosa. The double meaning is that what you're going for there? No, I just kind of mean like, hey, we're down, like we're ha- like we're down, we're down with each other. But yeah, but then also the word down suits because me. you're hard on yourself with your depression. Like I'm just I'm a mope. Me. I'm a fucking mope. Who are we kidding here? You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, one of the best comics in New York works out at every one except weird clubs that won't book him. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get into that too. Los Angeles is lucky to have him. I'm so glad you're here, to be you're here. here now. Yeah. You were always said like you wouldn't leave. Rachel Rush told me that. You know, that Joe DeRosa always says there's no reason to go to L.A. until you have, there's a reason for you to go. There was a reason to go. Yeah, you got and a job. It's been offer. great. Well, I got a job, and also too auditioning is a lot better out here. Yeah. Um. So it's nice for now, and then and then we'll see in a few years. Maybe go back to New York. Maybe do it by. I don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah. Come here just for the summer. All right. Let's start the episode. <laughs> Words can crush things that are unseen, so please be careful with me. I'm sensitive and I'd like to stay that way. Learned how to use it. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's so easy. Did you see that setup time that I just did? That's it? Yeah, that it was it. It sounds fine? Yeah. This sounds like radio quality when it goes out there? Yeah. I pay an engineer every week. Why? Because I don't know how to do any of this. Yes. Okay. I can teach you. I mean, I know how to do some sound stuff, but I always thought like I needed a guy there riding the, the levels. It's just more shit than is necessary. Yeah. More stuff to go wrong. He also posts all my stuff for me. That's helpful. Yeah, that's helpful. That's, that's very hours. helpful. That's a few hours a week at least. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, what are you going to do? How much do you pay him? Uh, well, I don't want to discuss the man's money, <laughs> All right, fair but enough. En- enough that I'm like 25 bucks an episode. Is it that? Is, is, that no, it's standard. higher than that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. Katie did it for all those guys for Pete and all those guys at, at Nerdist. They, she used to be 25 bucks <clears throat> an hour. Maybe, maybe she didn't upload it. I don't know. No, he does everything. He uploads it. He, he does everything with my web guy. Gets it onto the web. He does everything. 50 edits it. Oh, Oh, I don't edit. Yeah, he edits. Like, if I make a mistake, I go cut that out, and he does it. He puts oh, really? the music in. That's he's more problems he's to get good. Into and- he's very good. Okay. Is it, are we on? Is this it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, began already? Yeah. You know how to so I'll do intros later. You do intros later? Yeah, so we're talking about how we live. You live like an adult. You live like you have a girl here. I assumed when I walked in and Pete was here, I assumed he had already lived here, and you were living with him. No, no, no. I, uh, I live alone. I live alone, but I, uh, I, I I take some pride in my space. 
Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. No, I guess not. I just don't. Isn't it so much effort? What's the effort? Why, you sweep? Look swept? Well, I. Uh, it's mopped almost. It was clean today. Did you have a cleaner? I actually okay. hired a cleaner to come in today. But I usually clean on my own. It's just now with the writing job. Yeah. I, like, I can't do the upkeep that I would usually do. Yeah. So the dust and everything gets away from me. So I just hired a cleaner to come in and do it today. So it was thoroughly clean today, but it's not far off from this usually. From this, wow. It's not far off from this. I mean, it's, even when I get a cleaner, the once a twice, once every two years or so that I get one, it's never this clean. The cleaning lady said, I was like this. She goes, you just want two hours. And I was like, yeah, I go, it's not going to take you that and more than that. And she was like, no, this is really. She goes, this isn't bad at all. She's like, you, you keep it real clean. I told this cleaning couple that came, and I was like, pretty much just concentrate on the kitchen and the bathroom. That's all I want you to do. And then um, he was like, no, no, I'll do the whole thing, man. I was like, well, just come upstairs. Really, I just want those are the things that are creating smell. And then, um, and then creating smell. <laughs> it's like beyond dirty. And then, uh, well, and then how he, dirty does it get? Do you have like black it, mold in your bathroom? And no, stuff? nothing like that. But what it smells about it? I don't know if you don't clean the toilet for like nine, ten months. What does your toilet look like? It's white. No, on the inside. Does it have like that ring around the water? No, I'll clean that? that once in a while. Well, what smells then? I don't know. Just, you know, build up. Do you have splash, mildew on your shower back. curtain? Splashback. No, I don't think so. Is there color to it? No. On the inside, like brown spots? Uh-uh, uh-uh. No? Never had that. I've heard of that. Jesus Christ. But anyway, the guy came in and he laughed at me. He mocked me. A Mexican immigrant. Well, there's, that's got nothing to do with you being mocked. What do you mean? His heritage has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Why did he mock you, though? Because of how dirty it was. As soon as he walked in, he was like, well, whoa. But I'm hitting, all the, I'm hitting all the key dirty things here. You're saying none of these things were the problem. What, what, what was the problem? You didn't have mold. No. Well, like dishes in the sink. Okay. How, how many dishes? All of them. What did you eat off of? paper or like pizza box tops all your dishes yeah eventually i just went paper i was like i ain't clean this i'm just going paper was there food in the sink and stuff there was you know pieces of it dude you can get maggots like that oh yeah i got maggots before you did <laughs> definitely have had maggots before that's when you know you gotta clean you gotta get rid of this stuff no you actually most civilized people would know well before <laughs> that stage that's that's disgusting all right yeah i don't mind telling you because you Often say real cunty things to me. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I was complaining about you earlier today. Why are you so thin-skinned, Joe DeRosa? To your manager. Did she tell you I was going to give <laughs> you shit about this? Why are you so thin-skinned? I'm not thin-skinned. Uh, but you brought me on stage the other night by saying he's a writer for the soon-to-be-canceled Pete Holmes show. It was almost canceled. I was just making a joke. It wasn't about, almost canceled. I don't know, that's what I heard. No, it's not true. It was right. never almost canceled. I was heard if it was like they're waiting to see if it was coming back or not. Well, it, like any TV show, you wait until they say, hey, it's coming back. But it was never almost canceled. Oh, that's not true. But good attempt at a save. You got a good way. This is I got to laugh. This it was just a funny joke that got a laugh. Of course it got As I introduced you as, we're lucky to have this comic to Los Angeles. No, no, that's not what you said. don't focus on any of those parts. You didn't say that. And the outro I did because I saw how fucking upset you were. As soon as I said it, as you were coming to the stage, you're like, what does this mean? Well, why would you say that? It's just a laugh. Why it was just a that? joke to bring you on. Why would you say because that? Because I thought it was almost canceled. No, but that's not what you said. You said soon, soon to be canceled. You didn't yeah. say the almost canceled. It didn't cares? get canceled. What's the you said the soon to be yeah, canceled. That's a, jo that's a joke. It's a joke. 
Uh, I hope it goes for 30 years. I hope he gets into another fucking Leno style you don't where mean somebody that. tries to take him out. You don't mean some that. Some kid who's born four years from now. You don't mean I that. I hope he grows up. No, I do. I don't give a shit. Your false praise TV. is transparent. I like Pete. I like you too. I, I even rooted for fucking Sullivan and Sons and, uh, and the first Louis that sucked. When everybody was like, oh, this is so... I'm like, guys, we all know it's terrible, but let's hope all our friends that are on it... The could- HBO one, you mean? Yeah. Is that what, what the, yeah. I just wanted to make, understand what you meant by the first Louis. Yeah, but Mintz was there and Norton. All, I'm like, yeah, keep having a job, man. Congratulations. Right, right. Yeah. What do you mean? I'm not trying to it's just muscle in on the late night. I don't give a shit. Oh, I know you're not trying to muscle I hope it goes for a long in. time. I know. No, no, no. I know you're not trying to muscle in. It's a different... By the way, thin-skinned. I mean, who's thin-skinned here? You just exploded, man. Because it's not the first time with you, and all I heard about you is that you get so fucking upset when people make fun of you. All you heard? Yeah. From who? That's, that's the rumor from New York. For who said that? Metzger. Oh, well, there, there are two barometers. They said you yeah. would always get, like, crybaby-ish about stuff. Yeah, do you know... Do I you, made that video of you at the Village Underground to make fun of the fucking comedy seller people. Do you know when they were... Do you know when, by the way, Big J and Kurt were referencing... That I always get so cryberry. My first six months in New York that occurred eleven years ago. Oh, yeah. They're. Uh, well, why is it still happening? They're not. It's not still happening. Oh, they're not. I'm not. Am I whining? Am I being a crybaby? Yes, I'm saying I knew it was upsetting to you. I was um, like, what? How well, because it's upsetting. It was like it's girl behavior. Here's the. Th- well, there you go. Yeah. You just you just deflated your whole argument. Why? It's like that's what I would expect from a girl. That's the kind of behavior I expect. The overly emotional. Like, mm, why'd you say that? Here's what I'm. Julia Rossi would say something like that, and I'd be like, "It's okay." Here's yeah, what I'm sorry about that. Here's what I'm getting at. What? Here's what I'm getting at. Um, first of all, I'm not. I'm being emotional right now. You are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a very good thing to point out. Okay. Good point. Second of all, I'm not being crybaby about it, and I never said I was upset about it. Yeah. What I said was I didn't understand why you would say something for a like laugh. That. Yeah, but do you, would you do anything for... Well, you would. I did see inappropriate comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll, uh, you'll you do anything for a thing, laugh. Did you? <laughs> no, I'm oh, kidding. Okay, I didn't good. even watch it. I, I got halfway through the trailer. Yeah. All right, there we're, now we're even. I don't care about that. Uh, <laughs> why, but would you do anything for a laugh? Yeah, what do you mean? It's just a joke. It's just a laugh on stage. It's a good way to bring somebody up. I, I brought ne- Duncan up as my... as. He also fucked that chick I referenced in that story. That's not that's not insulting. I guess not. I wasn't insulted for me. Oh, at all. Insulted on Pete's behalf. Uh, well, uh, n- not insult. No, that sounds stupid to say. I was insulted on Pete's behalf, but I wasn't like sitting there like, why is he making money on me? I was just like, here's my thing. Like, I do a podcast now, and when I bring people on, yeah. I give them the most glowing intro I can give them because I'm like, thank you for being a part of this thing that I'm doing that I like. Oh, yeah. So I never understand when you do a guy's show. Thanks for paying us. That was nice. Seriously, that sounded sarcastic, but you really did pay us. <laughs> yeah, it was really I nice. About it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but the thing is, is like when you, it's always weird to me when you do a guy's show and then like he'll like give you like a like a shitty intro. It's oh, yeah. like, no, I'm here to be good on your show. Don't start me a little in the hole oh, against right, right. this audience. Do you think that would start you in the hole? It didn't. It, it could. No I've, I've been in situations where stuff like that's happened. Shitty where the comics do that, where the host will say something shitty and then you're like fighting that for the first minute, yeah. you know? Um, but it's just always, I'm bringing it up to say to you, why? Why would you tell Pete Holmes that? I know you. What? Why would you tell Pete Holmes? I that? didn't tell Pete. Your manager told Pete. <laughs> I didn't tell Pete. Oh, really? Why would she tell him that? 
I don't know. It's but the joke. Here's the, the coincidence. Thing that I would have done if he was there too. Here's the coincidence. I Ari. would have brought him up that way. Here's where we're on the same team. The host of the soon to be canceled Pete Holmes show. Pete Holmes. Here's where we're on the same team. Where? You never would have said that. I was also thinking, why is she telling him that right oh. now? I didn't tell him <laughs> really? that. She blurted that shit out to him like she bought him a Christmas present. As soon as he walked in the door, she's. I was like, I, I go, <laughs> Pete. Sam, idiot. I go, Pete. I got. I got three to six to watch True Detective. And he goes, what are you doing at six? Because we're hanging out watch True Detective today. And he goes, what are you doing at six? I go, I got to do Ari Shafir's podcast. And your, and your manager blurted it out. Almost. No, I'm sorry. He was here for a while. When, I, when she was leaving, yeah. I said, as she was leaving, um, because for anybody that's curious why I was meeting with your manager, I'm in search you know, LA, I'm, I'm search for representation. Looking for a ma- new manager right now. What do you got? An agent or a manager? I have agents that okay. I like very much, and I'm looking for a new send manager. Send you on the road, agents for that? What's that? You have agents that send you on the road? Too. Yeah, I have agents cover all the bases. Okay. So I'm looking for a new manager. So I met with your manager to see if yeah. we, we clicked, and uh, and I like her. She's very nice. Yeah, she's cool. And um, she, uh, But as she was leaving, I said, we were wrapping up a conversation, and I said, the most important <laughs> thing to me is that... We get to explore cool opportunities, whatever it is, whether it's writing a book, whether it's doing a show, whether it's writing for the Pete Holmes show, because Pete's sitting right here. And I I made a joke about that. He was sitting there. And then she said, you mean the soon to be canceled Pete Holmes show? And then Pete went, what? "What? Why would you? What is that? And then she ratted you out, told the whole story. Motherfucker. I didn't know that. Did she tell you that I told him? Yeah, she did. Wow. No, maybe she did. Maybe she did. Maybe she just. No, maybe she did. Now you're covering your ass. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the exact wordage. <laughs> what is this tattoo? Uh, it's nothing. It's colors. Is it, did you color something else in? Well, I had something there that I covered up that I want to re get the correct way. Um, and this is the cover up of it. Oh. And there's no explanation other than these are my three favorite colors. And. Me and the tattoo artist came up with this kind of weird painting. What are the three colors? Blue, blue, and blue? Blue, black, and gray. Oh. See, that's a blue. They're, they're, oh, they're close together, so it doesn't, so it meshes. But uh, yeah, blue, black, and gray. And uh, there you go. They, um, how has your stay been in LA so far? How long have you been here? That's it. You're done on the tattoo. It's, I don't like it. <laughs> it's fine. No, no, no. I don't, you know, don't like it. It's okay I, if you don't like it. Like the story. I, mean, I don't like the story behind it. It's fine. I get it. There's not a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. Um, what was the one you got in in Moon Tower? This one. The no, the no. The no, yeah. That That's one. another one. People were making fun of you, and you're like, enough. People, meaning Jay and Kurt. At Moon Tower? No, nobody made fun of me at Moon Tower, at least to my face. <laughs> Maybe behind my back, I don't know. that? Uh... Your whole, I feel like your whole New York experience is Jay and Kurt. I feel oh, like it doesn't it. expand much past that. No, I've known them the longest. Those are the only two guys I really knew before. Right, right, right. You were little. Right. Now, which guy do you relate to more, Jay or Kurt? Well, Kurt's always fucking, he just hasn't come around anymore. He's just always on Facebook or with Karen. Yeah. Um, Kurt, one of my best pals in the world is a crazy person. Yeah. If I went into Kurt's house and he had a beautiful mind, like, map on his fucking <laughs> wall, I would like, be... Hey, what's this all about, buddy? Fat Kurt, <laughs> I'd be surprised if it wasn't on your wall. That would be what would shock me if I went to Kurt's house and there wasn't the beautiful mind. I think I'm the only one that doesn't think that place is a pigsty. Uh, I've never even been to it. I refuse to go. I'll uh, be honest, I, as dirty as I live, I went in there to sleep or he was going to drive into the airport or something, and I had to sleep there once. And I was like, let me just sleep on your bed while you're out here. 
because he wouldn't stop playing video games. And I went in there and I just Kurt wouldn't. It. Yeah, and so I was just like, where would I put my head here? No, Kurt. Lo- like I just imagine it looking like the inside of a staff infection. The whole place. <laughs> I just don't like like some. It looks like a place where there's maybe some sort of clinical testing for free happening. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks creepy. His bed is like he took one of those like clingy sheets and just put it over dirty laundry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like that's the bed now. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what I picture Jay's. I mean, I lived with Jay. He is oh, a part his apartment looks way more normal than you think it would. I mean, you'd think that it would look like the room that the people end up in in Hellraiser when they open the box. <laughs> Just a lot of chains hanging from the ceiling and leather and stuff. It's not like that. It's very regular. Yeah, he's pretty regular. No, I see him more, but then he always goes off with Christine. Just like, just goes off. At the end yeah. of the night, he's done. Well, he's got a lot of gloves to cut the fingers off of. I'm sure that takes time. <laughs> they yeah. pile up. Nobody hangs out late there. Atel. Nobody Jay, hangs out Jay, late in New York? Yeah. No, because you're hanging out with the two guys that don't hang out late. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Oh, yeah. You're getting a very limited New York Oh, yeah. York well, experience. I eventually became friends with more people. Yeah. Jay, Jay never hangs out. Yeah. Jay hangs out as long as you're doing Jay's plans with him. Oh, yeah. He's ride? not breaking. Want to ride to where yeah, I'm going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude, I got six spots tomorrow night. What do you got? Nothing? Just come with me to all my spots and hang out. Sounds like a blast, Jay. Uh, (laughs) But he, but Jay won't hang out late. And Kurt, for the fucking lunatic and borderline, God knows what addict that he is. Yeah, you can't get the guy to hang out. No, he he lives like a Cub Scout. You're like Kurt. You're the one guy in this room I could count on tonight to drink till four a.m. He's like, I gotta go. Like, what do you mean? Where? Where? I'm gonna go home, Dave. I gotta go home, Dave. I just got Dave, Thief. Thief came out for Xbox today, Dave. I got Thief. Did you play a downloadable level, dude? I beat it already, dude. Came out this morning, Kurt. I beat it. So easy, dude. I created six guys in Skyrim. Okay, Kurt. I'm gonna try to go talk to people right now. That sounds like him. That sounds like the worst of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel as if I've, I need to make up for lost time. I feel a lot of mockery of me has taken place between the three of you, and I need to now compensate no, for that. No, they were telling me that before I even knew you. They were telling well, me that before, like they were like they're like, yeah, everybody pretty much hangs out and like you know takes abuse a little bit, except you know DeRosa never really likes that. Uh, dude, I love trashings so much. Yeah. They're my favorite thing in the world. I go. To hang out with Keith, Ro- Keith Robinson just so he trashes me, it kills me. And that's the thing that uh, people never... This is where you and I have, have this misunderstanding, and I hate that we have it, but we do yeah. have it a little bit. What always bothered me was when guys would do it where I would be like, I don't really I don't know, know you, you well. like that, dude. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like, cause, cause, and, and me not knowing you is only me saying... I don't know what your limit is, so let's figure out what each other's limits oh, yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. before we start doing it. There's definitely some of that where you're like, wait, what? I don't know you, man. I'm also it's big fine. on not... Who are you? And and to, to clarify what I was trying to say earlier, I'm also big on not making fun of somebody through somebody else's thing. Like like me being like, hey, Ari, fucking death squad, queef. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Because now... Yeah, I get that all the time. Now I'm making... And I don't think that. I like yeah. I like the death squad stuff. I'm just saying that. But if That's I were good. to say that, I'm kind... Now I'm making fun of this other thing. Oh, that you're not trying to. And it, but, but no, what I'm saying is if I were to insult that to insult you, yeah. now you're in this weird thing of like, well, what? What do I do? He didn't insult me. 
I no, defend this thing, thing, but then am I making this person over here look bad? It's it's like it's to me it's not the right trashing etiquette. Come at me directly. Oh. You have tits, Joe. Okay. Oh right. Oh fuck you, big nose. You see what I mean? Right. Here we are. Hey Joe, how do you feel about them putting your picture up in a club they never book you in? I don't like it. But that yeah. picture was only there for a TV show. Yeah. Actually, that made me feel really good. I was like, it made me feel good that my pictures were all over the walls for a TV show <laughs> occurring right. in a club that wouldn't book yeah. me. Yeah, it made me feel like, yeah, guys, hey, I, like idiots. I, I'm on TV to get here, and you won't have me. Yeah, I'm in your club on a television show. Yeah, still can't get a booking. <laughs> they still never booked you even after that. Well, I lived in L.A. already, oh. so I stopped trying. I stopped going around there about six months, six, uh, three months before I left town. When I started the store, I used to tell people that wouldn't get spots. I'm like, no, keep going in. What's the difference? There's one phone call every week what's the difference you know even if they don't book you for a year like what's the skin off your back right. but then there's clubs that don't book you after like three months four months you're like what am i doing this for i just can't i can't do the whole my thing is this hang out to try to get spots i'm not doing it yeah uh my thing is this you can tell me we don't want you in this room like we don't want you here joe oh, yeah. we don't think you're funny we don't think you're right but I would be like, that's cool, man. I can totally accept that. I wouldn't even get angry at that. I'd be yeah. like, okay. Or you can tell me, we want to book you, no questions asked. Great. Okay. But I can't stand the in-between. I can't stand the the like sort of tepid sort of fucking like, well, maybe we'll see. Why don't you come around a little more? And what does that mean? Like, come no, around. I'm not you, doing that. Why? I have stuff to do. Yeah. It's doing like, stuff. It's like, yes or no, man. Why are you only there on Fridays and Saturdays till midnight? <laughs> yeah. Also, too, that's the busiest nights. Also, too, tell me this. Hey, dude, um, we'd love to have you, but I got a, a line of guys out the fucking oh, door, yeah. and I can't they book you. I told Brian Scalera once, they were like, just so you know, we can't book you next week because everybody's called in, like the week before Christmas or something. And he well, goes, all right, cool, thanks. Yeah. Just let me know. Or even being a new guy trying to get in, going, we'll, we'll get you in eventually, but right now, we got too many guys. Right, right, They're right. They're fine. What do they do with you? What do they do with you? Um, Nothing. It was always this like it was always this weird. I'm I'm in. I get the discount. They're nice to me. Yeah. Sometimes I get spots, and it was. But I'd only get ten minutes when everybody else got fifteen. Oh, really? It was little shit like that. And then I never got booked again. And then they told me basically they weren't going to book me. They weren't. In so many words, they yeah. never flat out said it, but they kind of said it. Yeah. And and then it got to a point where, um. I just I was pissed off because, like, you know, it's it's a cl it's a club where yeah, I'll just say it. It's a club where the staff, a lot of the time, not all the staff, certain people on the staff, yeah. feel like they're part of the whole thing. And you what start you, you start getting like there's a trashing going on at the table. Oh right, you, me, and Keith, then the waiter comes in. Bobby, whoever it is, and we're all hanging out and we're trashing each other. And then, not a waiter, higher up oh. in the staff. Kurt's roommate. <laughs> not the booker either. Yeah. I'm not referring to the lady that books the club. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to be tactful. Not okay, I don't know what you're here. talking about. It's fine. Upper yeah, staff. Okay. <laughs> all right. One of the managers, <laughs> top, whatever it is. Top people. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, start making fun of you. Yeah. Like, like it's all part of the thing. And it's like, hey, dude. Okay. You're the person holding me back. We're we're here. Exactly. We're here. If I worked here and you were breaking my balls, that's one thing. Right. But when I don't work here and now you're breaking my balls. Yeah. 
And now you look. I'll just tell you the fucking story. Fuck it. It'll be good podcasting. Yeah, sure. It'll be good podcasting. The owner of that club one night texted me and said, "We're talking about the Comedy Cellar." Yeah. The owner of that club texted me one night and said, "Can you come down here and do a spot on the Late Show?" It was a Saturday night. Great. I said, "I can't." Because you were busy. I'm at Gotham tonight, and I'm headlining, so I can't leave. Oh, yeah. I only told him the headlining part, to, to not to be like, I'm headlining, but to be like, I'm literally glued here for three shows tonight. And also, I can't go perform somewhere else. Like, that's you're not supposed to do that. You right. know what I mean? When you're headlining a room on a weekend yeah. in New York. So I was just like, I just can't tonight, but basically, here's why. Thank you, though. He goes, no problem. I'll tell you another, I'll, I'll, another time. Great. I see the owner two weeks later. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing Robert. Now, you've Ke- always tried to get into the comedy cellar. Pretty much everyone in New York does, right? I've been passed. Right. And then unpassed and oh, really? passed again, far. sort of, and then not passed. And it's just a fucking whatever. I okay. don't care. So you see the owner again. I see the owner again. Uh, I'm doing Robert Kelly's podcast. Upstairs. Upstairs, above the, above the cellar, where they record it. And uh, the owner comes in, because it's his place yeah. where they record it. And uh, and he comes in, hey, man, what's up? And we're just talking for a second. And I, I think this all occurred on the air, quote, air, unquote. On Bobby Kelly's podcast? I believe this was all recorded. <laughs> funny. Which is why I was like, fuck it, I'll just talk about it. I believe yeah. this was on the air. He goes, we were all making fun of your tattoo two weeks ago. Oh boy, did you get a good trashing? First of all, Bobby Kelly said that. No, 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 no. The oh no, yeah. no. Okay. His name's no. <laughs> it gives a shit about yeah, names. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, he, his name's no. Noam goes. Oh, you were getting a big trash. Right away, I'm annoyed. Yeah, you're not a comic, dude. <laughs> yeah, don't sit here and qualify the trashing. And oh boy, were you taking a good one? Oh, I might have taken a good one from some other people, Noam. But you didn't get any good ones in on me. You think you did. You own the club. Because you they laugh when you talk him. because you own the club. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so that just annoyed me. But I wasn't a cunt about it. I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I go, oh, oh yeah, the tattoo trashing. That's original. I haven't heard the, this a million times on Opie and Anthony and everything else where I've been trashed for it. Right. And, uh, and yeah. he goes uh, and he goes, we were trying to get you down to the club. Because you weren't there, and we wanted to, do, we wanted to pull you into the trashing. And I go, oh, okay. And he goes, oh, remember when I texted you to do a spot? That's why he texted you, so they could come trash you. Yeah. And I go, no, listen to me. Now this is all paraphrasing because, again, it might be on record, literally, yeah. and I don't remember exactly what the wording was. Yeah, okay, shit. But it was something along the lines of, no, listen to me. That's the meanest fucking thing anybody's ever done to me. I go, you literally were going to bring me down to, 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 you offered me work. In order to make fun of in me. In order to make fun of me. I go, what, what's wrong with you, man? Like, I go, that's fucking like sick. And he goes, and he goes, no, I would have paid you either way. And I go, you think I want your fucking money like that? Dude, what's the matter with you? And, and, and I go, no. Well, at least I'm- he gave you the spot. He wasn't like dangling a fake spot over your head. No, there was no spot. He would have put you on stage, though. No, he, oh, wouldn't, he wouldn't have. He was like, I would have just paid you the spot money. To come down there, take some abuse, and then leave? 
come down there, uh, like to come down there for the bait of a spot. He wasn't gonna give you stage time. No, and then I would have shown uh, up, and there would have been no spot, and I would have been like, "What the fuck?" And, and he would have like, "Ha laughing. ha ha, we're trashing <laughs> Let me you." See those tattoos. And then here's seventy five dollars because you thought this was. Oh, I mean, wow. dude, that's literally like some yeah. "there will be blood" shit to me. That's like psychotic <laughs> rich guy shit. Like I'm throwing money at you to dance for me. It fucking pissed me off. We, the the we ended the I I, I believe wow. I said to him on the air no I'm serious that's the meanest fucking thing anybody's that's really fucked up and then afterwards I saw him and I go dude I'm serious man that's fucked up dude I'm not joking and he was like he goes come on dude and he goes you want to go on right now and I go no I don't want to go on right now oh that's, I go so no so he gives you pity fine fine here's a candy and you're like dude I don't want it now and then the last time I saw him yeah. the last time I saw him I was at the cellar. Because I still like a fucking like the fucking because it's in you. you still want to go? I am. I still hung out down there, and yeah. and uh, this You've been there lots of times. Yeah, yeah. This was the last time. The next thing I'm about to tell you. No way. You've never, been back there. No, no, no. I've been back there since that incident. Okay. But the thing I'm about to tell you is the last time I ever set foot in there, and okay. it was the end of the line. Was like, it after the t- tell taping? No, 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 no. Before. No. It was before that. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Atel taping, just so everybody knows what we're talking about, we did, we, we both did this uh, new show for Comedy Central. Are we allowed to talk about it? I guess so. Yeah, why wouldn't we be? Yeah, it's not Everyone's like... always allowed to talk about everything. Everyone says that. It's Can not like... Say this? It's not like some secret thing they didn't announce, right? No. No, no, no. They put it online. Yeah, uh, there's... there's But it, there's Atel's hosting this new... Um, you know, like a stand-up show, like yeah. a, like a live at Gotham kind of thing. Except he's the host every week, and it's and it's dirty, it's uncensored, it's yeah. pretty awesome. So you and I both did it, but they shot it at the Village Underground, which is another comedy, which is the other comedy cellar, yeah, owned by the same people, obviously. So I I went to the. Yeah, what course. am I going to do? No, I'm not. I'm not taping your show. You know, okay. it's like whatever. That's the only. That's the only time. Uh, since this other thing happened, uh, so what and happened? this is what happened. Um, well, I was sitting at the cellar one night, and it was me, Dan Soder, Sam Morell, and I think Keith Robinson. Yeah, and we were talking about the best clubs in the country. Yeah, what's your favorite club on the road to work? What's the worst club you've ever worked? That kind of shit. Yeah, and somebody goes, "What's the best club? What's the best fucking club in the country?" And I was, and uh, Dan was like, "You know." I think such and such is great. I said, you know, I love the punchline clubs and the laughing skull is great. I was like giving like nods to all these clubs that I really Look, loved. That's a conversation. And as I'm doing that, Noam goes, Noam goes, uh, what about the comedy cellar? Yeah. Don't you, don't you, come on, man. I would say this is one of the best clubs in the country. He's very serious. He's not being funny. Yeah. He's being very serious. And I go, I'm sorry, Noam. I'm going to keep my list to the clubs that actually book me. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, well, well, wait, you want a spot? You want to go on right now? You want to go on right? Again, with the pity shit. You want to go on right now? And I go, Just no. book me. No, I don't want to go on right now. I want you to put me on your schedule the way you book every guy that fucking opens for me. Why won't they put you on there? Oh, wow. Good and, one. Uh, Good one. <laughs> I felt bad after I said it. I called... You told all the other guys. I called Dan and Sam afterwards. I was saying it because Dan and I know Dan and Sam aren't openers, but like I said it because they were guys that I had on shows with me when I could. There were yeah. two guys that I would that I'd hook up when they were struggling. Luckily, they're not youth. They didn't take any offense by it. No. <laughs> 
But I didn't say it to be offensive to them. No, I was just no why would like, anyone take offense at it? It's ridiculous. Go ahead. Uh, so I, and I and he goes, and I forget what he said, and then I said one other thing, and then I was just like, What, did you, what was the last thing? Something I honestly dark. don't remember, oh, okay. but it was something that really put a period on the whole thing, and I was just like, whatever. And then I just took what did off. Keith do? During that time. Keith wasn't there when that happened. Oh, he was at the beginning the of the and he got up and left. And then I remember telling Keith about it later. And, and I don't think, I think he kind of felt like I shouldn't have done that. But I was just like, you know what, man? I'm, I'm, I, I, I just want to, I was like, I got to a point where I was like, I want to put a nail in the coffin. I'm done. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this. I want this guy to know that, way. that I'm fucking offended and... I mean, dude, I don't think I'm anybody fucking special. I'm not sitting here going, you know, uh, uh, I'm better than anybody else or I deserve this or I deserve that. But for Christ's sake. Yeah, but you're one of the better comics in New York. It's kind of ridiculous that you don't work at that club. It's a, it's a, Why don't you work at that club? It seems weird. I don't know. It seems like you would have been working at that club all along. The two times I was ushered into the club. Yeah. I was put under a fucking magnifying glass. Yeah. They didn't let me learn. They didn't give me time to learn the room. I would have two decent sets, and then I then that was it. Yeah, he's not. Cru- you're not crushing. I, I assume this is what it was. You're not crushing. I'm not crushing. You're putting me on at one twenty in the morning on a Tuesday, <laughs> and I'm trying to learn the fucking room. Yeah. Let me learn the room. Let me breathe. You've let other guys do that. Other guys did it. Yeah. I remember when Jay got past there, him saying like. Man, it's like a room that you have to learn. Like oh, right. it's a different room. I I know guys that have enormous. Cr- I remember talking. Yeah, he was that saying that to me by the end. He was like, "Oh, you're really getting it now. This place. It's like you don't care anymore here." Yeah, it's yeah. like you need that time to get yeah. past. Like because they hype it up in your head. Like this is the spot you yeah. got to go up here. This is the only spot. And you're like, yeah. it's supposed to be a workout room. Aren't we supposed to use this to get better? And then, oh, like, no, that's you get not so a worry. So then you're like, I can just breathe myself. We've been doing this a long time. No, that's a that's a material room. That's uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, it's I don't know, man. It's fucking. They just didn't. And I'm not like I know I'm like speaking passionately about it, but I'm not angry about it. I'm just like, do you go up at the store? Nah, not really. Here? Do you work out here? I do a lot of sets here. Really? Not really at the store. I do sometimes on a Monday night or something, you know, the the standard drop-in stuff. Have you tried to get in there? Um, Sort of. Yeah. I, I talked to Tommy about it, and, you know, I know there's a sort of rigmarole that you kind of have to go through, and, you know. <laughs> Me and Bill Burry had both talked to him about, about Big J, and he was still fighting us. It's like, wow, why did Bill Burr drove all the way down here? It wasn't even on. Just drove down here to tell me about this guy that I got to give a spot to. I'm like, so what's the problem, man? Bill Burr drove all the way down here to tell right. me about some guy. Did so he pass Jay? Eventually. He wanted to be the one who did it. That's what it was. He didn't want someone else telling him. I need a push from somebody in that place. Yeah, I'll talk to him about you. But you got to go. I mean, he knows you are. Okay, that, that's good. I, he knows me. We talked about it. He was like, you need to come for a few Mondays and then. It's so annoying. It's, it it's is like that's it the is. way in when you're beginning. And then when you come 12, 13 years in a comedy, you're like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to hang out. Yeah, right day. now, like, I was like, okay, I'll see you next week. And then I didn't go. Because I was just like, right now, I don't have time for this. Right. I'm writing on a TV show. I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing sets that I've booked elsewhere. Yeah. I've got auditions. I, like, I don't have time. I don't yeah. have time to play the game right now. There are places like the improv that'll just book me. How much do you get up at the improv? 
Not a ton, but I'm past, and I get on the they get on the produce shows and stuff. That's, there's not a lot yeah. of shows there. No, there's not a lot of. But shows. the point is, is like the improv. It's always been like you're past. Oh right. And by the, everyone is at the improv. Improv has no like a group of people that work out there. Yeah, no it does seem a little more random. Yeah, it's just all these produce shows that are like independent. I'm pretty sure Tommy has passed me already. <laughs> like, haven't you been on lineups? I've never seen your name on lineups there, dude. I've I've gone down there so many times where he said to me, "I love you. I want to get you in front of Mitzi," and then it wasn't Mitzi what? anymore. Oh, yeah. Then I went up in front of him, and it was it's just him now. I'll talk. I'll ask him tonight when I go there. But um, I mean, yeah. I'd love to work there. It'd be a lot of fun. I asked Hannibal once. He was there just drinking, and I was like, "If you try to get a hand, he goes, oh, I'm not giving anyone else the opportunity to say no to me.' <laughs> He's like, "I'm done with that. They can invite me if they want." Which I like, but also it's like, just say hi and say you're interested. Each of you meet each other halfway. It's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, like with Tommy, I tried to understand a little more like, all right, he's kind of passing me, but he's not. Yeah. There's, But it was a little too big of a question mark for me to fuck around with it right now. I felt like he was in so many words saying to me, just play this game with me right now and you'll get in. Yeah. And maybe he was saying that, but there was enough of a question about maybe he wasn't that I was like, now's not the time I need. I need my time. Like I need to go do the things I need to do. It's really hard to work, you know, 50 to 60 hours a week and then do spots on top of it. Oh yeah. What time do you get off that show? Well, <clears throat> on a, on a slow day, we'll get out around six, but you know, usually seven, sometimes said nine. Something to Pete when I was here, I knew he knew. So I was like, should we just pretend this didn't happen? What? <laughs> that stupid fucking introduction. Yeah. I don't know why Sam told him. <laughs> so like, I, I wasn't going to tell Pete. I knew like even to share those things. I didn't tell Pete that stupid like Sam. I never told him. I was like, I, I, cause I was like, that's, that's just a thing that'll upset. I heard, uh, I heard Rick James was talking shit about uh, Stevie wonder once. Like a ton of shit. And somebody told him. Somebody's like, oh, he was talking shit. He said, you weren't that musically talented. I said, what were you doing? He goes, well, we were drinking. And he goes, oh, man, that's just drinking talk. He was like, you shouldn't tell me that shit. Yeah, it's like, it's like when you do... I remember I did a roast once, and I made fun of somebody that wasn't there, and then somebody yeah. told the person. And it was like... What are you telling? And I wasn't doing it like... I didn't even do it like in a sneaky way. Like I didn't yeah. even think... like There was no part of my head that I was like... I hope nobody says anything. I just made a joke, yeah. not knowing roast etiquette. That's why I get a little, I hate the word sensitive, but that's where I get a little touchy when somebody makes, like I was saying, when you make fun of me through somebody else, yeah. kind of. That's why I'm touchy about it, because after I did that, I learned roast etiquette. And it was like, you don't fucking make fun of people that aren't here to defend themselves. Oh, right. Unless that's, they're scheduled and then they too too pussy to show up. And then you're like, well, I well, already wrote different. this joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. That's a little different. But yeah, yeah like and I was like, oh, you're net. You should never do that. You can make fun of other people. What do you mean? That's so much fun. No, you can make fun of other people, but when it's public and the person doesn't have a public chance to defend themselves. See, that's my point. Oh, yeah. You make fun of me publicly if you bring me on stage and go, this guy's got a great set of tits, Joe DeRosa, then I can go up and make fun of you. <laughs> all right. But if you go, Pete's show that he works for is going to get canceled, ha, 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 they all laugh at that, then I go up. Now I'm in this precarious position of like, well, what do I do now? You don't even deal with it. There's nothing comment. But uh, listen, I'm not. Uh, nobody's upset about it. I'm just. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm yeah, just using yeah, it as yeah, an yeah, example. Because yeah. you're like, well, it's not going to get canceled. And then, what are you? Where are you? Nowhere. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna get canceled. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then that, and then I make fun of you, and then they they didn't like when I made fun of you. What'd you it, say about me? I was like, oh, maybe if it gets canceled, Ari, I can have a storytelling show. Then uh, they fucking didn't laugh at that at all, and now we're in this goofy thing. Because there's no second level to, level to it. That's why. You know. Yeah. Well, hey, who cares? Um, I'm over it. All right, that's good. What uh, have you gotten laid at her yet? Um, no. You have not? What are you talking about? How no. long have you been here? Since no October. Way. Since before the Atel thing? November, December, January, February. No way. Yeah. You've got late in four months? You've been back. If I've been, I haven't had sex in... <sighs> Ari, I can't remember the last... What are you talking about? Oh, wait I a second. I believe this from you. Wait a second. I strike that. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I have had sex since I've been here. Okay. Once, but with somebody I knew from before in New York. Oh, okay. So I forget that, like, oh, well, we did actually. Yeah. Well, I don't mean it like, oh, it's nobody new. I just mean, like, I. That's not what I mean. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) You know what I mean, though? I'm clumping it in with all the times I've ever been with this person. Like, I'm like, it didn't. That's not standing out as, like, LA sex, you know? Yeah. Uh, Do you not have a network out here of people you can, like, go to? No, I mean, what am I a fucking pimp? I, I, who's got a net? Who's got a network before they get to the city? I don't know. Not a network of people that have sex with, but people you know that you can choose from. Yeah, Ari, I hang out sort of with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. really doing me wonders. Uh, no, I got nothing. What I don't, the only girls I really meet are, are the girls at work, and I'm not going to hook up with a girl at work. So yeah, so uh, you hook up with people in the scene though, all the time. I used to. You're good at that. I used to a little bit more. Um, I don't really do it anymore. But my wow. whole my whole de- defense of that, because like people have said this to me before, and they go, they go, man, you've hooked up with a lot of comics, or you've dated a lot of comics. And I go, well, of course I have. I'm a comedian. That's who you hang out with. That's who I hang out with. Yeah. Who else am I supposed to date? The fucking drunk girl that you meet after the show? Right. They have like, nothing in common with? Yeah. And we've all hooked up with those people, but it's it's never great. It's always like some... I've hooked up with a few comedians and people in the scene, too. Just like, <clears throat> up, you know, tangentially in the scene. It's fun. Yeah. You have stuff to talk about. Yeah, it is fun. But you... It seems like that was your like main thing for a while. Not in a bad way, but just like that would be the only crop of people you choose from. To be the only people I was around. Yeah. I saw you one night at the stand. They come in and you were like looking left and right. <laughs> you're like, what? You're like, I, I don't know. I hooked up with this one girl and this other girl's mad at me. And you're like, oh. And I couldn't understand. I'm like, why would she be here? And then I realized, like, oh, they're both just comics or waitresses <laughs> or just in. And I'm like, whoa. Well, this is so much trauma you've invited on yourself. All right. Is this show called Blowing Up Your Spot? No. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's only help you. Girls in the scene will be like, oh, cool. Jesus Girls Christ. Market. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm amazed by you. Thank you. Now, any L.A. comic that hears this won't ever go out with me. Great. This, okay. Well, I have questions about it. Yeah. Do you do you fall in love with these girls or do you just like hook up with them? I don't fall in love with most girls, but there are a few that I look at as ones that got away. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what a very happened? honest answer. I, I don't know. I fucked it up or they hated me or or right. we did, it didn't work out, whatever the thing was, you know. Um, but yeah, there's a couple girls. There's a there's probably three girls in my life that I would look back on and go, ah, that one, that hurts to think about because that you one. Because li- you li- actually liked them a lot. Yeah, yeah. Some would say I was probably approaching 
love <laughs> had it lasted long enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happens? They just break up with you? They don't want to do it anymore? Or you fuck it up? Um, I mean, look, how convenient most of the ones that have that I still pine a bit for were ones that didn't really want to date me anymore. Oh, right. You know, but there are... Yeah, so when you're not done playing with your toy, it's just fucking harder to give it up. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like, I mean, I, I'm not, it's not entirely true what I'm saying. Like, there is two of them... Let me really think about this. I'd say two of them were ones that I fucked it up. Yeah. I ruined it um, because one girl I got insecure and I cheated on her. Okay. And I told her because I felt guilty. Oh. <laughs> I know. It's a rookie. It's never the way to go. Rookie mistake. I know. Um, that was one girl. Live with the guilt. That's your punishment. One girl I just... Learn to forget about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, quickly. One girl I just distanced my... I just... Try to pull away from I just pulled away. And close. Yeah, that maybe that's what it was. I don't know what I, if I was afraid or what, but I just pulled away. How old were you for that one? And then there are probably two other ones that walked away from me. What was that? How old were you when the one you like distanced yourself from? How old was I? Yeah. Uh, I was in my 30s. Oh. Yeah. I was in my 30s. I still have intimacy issues, but I think I'm getting over them. You ever date a girl? Have I ever dated a girl? Yeah. Do you ever? Yeah. I just told you about four that I dated. Yeah. But like when, when, uh, I guess ongoing or whatever. No, I those were all like okay. almost, those were between girls I was seriously dating or like girlfriends or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, they weren't like two-week hookup girls. Oh, okay. No, these were girls, like, for months. Like, there was stuff going on, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, nothing, though, long-term, like, in the in the traditional sense of that word, like, a year, two years. I've never made it to a year. Because as soon as I feel like this isn't going to work, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not... I do that with everything. What, you just pull out, like, emotionally? I just go, I'm not going to sit here and try to figure it out. Like... Because I know it's not right. I get a gut feeling, and I just know it's not right, and I just know it's not going to work ultimately for me. So no, I don't work. That's the problem, though. String it along. They never work. Well, aren't you? Weren't you in like a real long thing with somebody? Lots of people, but none of them work. What does that mean? Work? <laughs> How, Die what's, together? What's, the, old? what's your longest? Four years. Three or four years. How recent was that? Probably five, six years ago. How about recently? What was the longest? Nothing. Uh, maybe three, four years ago. Um, a year and a half, two years. And what are you doing Maybe now? Maybe not even actually nine, ten months. What? You're just crushing ass now. I just, yeah, I just see who I want to see. You've been on I'm a over little, that shit. I'm over that shit. You've been on a bit shit. of a tear. I'm right. done being afflicted by that relationship stuff. Yeah, but I've yeah. seen you. You're like a bit of a ladies' man. Yeah, but I, what I admire about you is your ability to keep it in this tight-knit community. Like, I'll go, like, outside of it, and, and when I break up with them or it goes bad, it just, it's just like, oh, whatever, just between me and the girl. Well, I mean, it's not like the only girls I ever date are comics. It seems like it is. It's not. Oh, okay. It's not. Here's why it seems like it is. Yeah. Two reasons. Have I dated a decent number of comedians? Yeah. Dated slash or hooked up with or whatever? Metzger still is not over that one girl. Who? The Italianish looking girl, Jewy Italian. That he dated? Yeah. What was her name? Jewy Italian? Yeah. Girl. She was on the Jewy or Italian. She was a comic. Jenda Filippa? Is that a Jessica girl? Delfino? Boom. Oh, they the were one. engaged. Oh, wow. He's not over her? Nah, not you fully. You want to say that on the podcast? Because yeah, he's got a long-term girlfriend currently? <laughs> oh, you know, but I mean, it's still stuck inside of him. It's not like he's still like hoping to get back together with her. No, it's still, dude. Like, a I mean, they, piece of him and still in there. They all, I mean, you can't spend, here's the thing that, that I feel like a lot of people don't get with relationships. It's like, 
you know, people expect it to always just be 110% behind you. How could it be? It's like right. having a best friend that suddenly isn't your best friend anymore. And then people go, well, how could you still miss her? How could you still want to be friends with her? It's because I had a great fucking time with her. <laughs> yeah. And I miss her. Yeah. She's my pal. Like, we had fun together. Yeah. You know? So it's like, that's the thing. I, I, I would never feel weird about that. I would feel weird about somebody I dated spending a lot of time with that person. That would make me a little uncomfortable. But seeing them in appropriate social settings and things of that nature wouldn't bother me, you know? Oh, right. Yeah, you don't get weird when you see them later? I've like lost clubs I can't go to if I've dated inside the scene at least for like a month or two. Or I'm like, it's just um, too weird. I fucked up with that royally once and I'll never do it again. I had a rule that I wouldn't date waitresses and then I realized like, what, don't, they won't even be back here next year. I've, I've never dated in LA or New York waitress, but why? What happened? Oh, I dated a girl. It's too long and too painful to go into. But no way. I dated a girl that booked a club. Oh, she wasn't the booker when I started dating her. She became the booker. And you were still dating her? Mm-hmm. Ooh, then you can't break up And with the her. first thing I said to her, I, this is what I wanted to talk about on your storytelling show the other night, but it's so long and I just didn't think it was funny. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to stand like up there. Like, I don't know where your jokes are here. Yeah, but <laughs> I'll never forget we were out one night and I, I, there was already trouble in paradise. I knew we weren't going to last. Yeah. And she was all excited. I go, what's up? What are you so excited about? She goes, I became, the, I got promoted to booker today. <laughs> And it came from out of nowhere. And I go, what happens if we break up? Oh. That was the first thing that it came out like organically. It's so self-absorbed. <laughs> I know it is, but it was wow. because I knew, yeah. I knew it wasn't going to last. I knew that before she told me that it wasn't going to last. Because she had been doing so much shitty stuff. To you? Yeah, and I was being shitty back. Yeah. But it was just, we were just bad for each other. She would do stuff like she'd hang on dudes and other in bars in front of me. Oh, or we'd be at a bar and she'd disappear, and then ten minutes later show up, and I'd be like, "Where are you? Where were you?" She'd be like, "Oh, I, I that guy and me were doing blow in the bathroom," and I'd be like, "You just guy and you what?" I go, "Do you know what it means when you when you go into the bathroom with a stranger? He's gonna try to fuck you. Do you understand that?" She was so inappropriately like touchy feely with guys yeah. that one night. We were walking home, to, walking back to my apartment, and there was a dude following us. Because he thought he had such Because a he thought he was going to hook up with her. Wow. And I had to like, I like turned around. And I, I was like, dude, get the fuck away from me right now. Get the fuck out of here right fucking now. I'm serious. What did he do? Did he look at her and go, you're He was right? just like, uh, uh, so he was so drunk. He was just like, all right, sorry. And he left. And I went home with her and we had the fight of a fucking lifetime. About it. Of course. Yeah. And then she would literally sit there and go, I don't know what you're talking about. I did nothing wrong. Fucking girls, man. Yeah. They literally. just deny so well. They deny, they deny, they deny. Fuck. I've had that other side of that where a girl's being super flirty. You're like, wow, this is really good. And then you're like, wow, I'm here with so-and-so. I'm like, motherfucker, you're going to get me in a bad position. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Men, men accuse and women deny. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a normal relationship. I think so. But it's, you know, so what happened? both are false. You know? So but, how long do you keep dating her after that? Sorry, dude. Oh, did you fart? <laughs> cut when it reeks. All right. How long what? Did you, uh, did you um, keep dating her after that? After she got promoted <laughs> to book her? Like, oh, on. for a while. And then when you broke up, what happened? Here's how we broke up. We were fighting a lot. And I said, I said, I, I need to take a, we need to take a little break. We need to take a step back. Yeah. And uh, she said, okay. And it was right before I went on this big trip. Uh, I was going on the road 
to San Francisco and to Sacramento and to L.A. Yeah. I was going to be gone for three weeks. It wasn't Rebecca, <clears throat> was it? You didn't date Rebecca. Who, Trent? Yeah. No. no. Okay. From the creek in the can. I don't know. No, no, no. This was a long time ago. Okay. And um, so I went I went up to the West Coast. And uh, well, I was in on the West Coast. I was only featuring. This was yeah. a long time ago this all happened. I was featuring at, a, at the Punchline Clubs, I think, for Donnell Rawlings. And um, we were, uh, while I was out there, my uncle died. And my uncle was my mom's brother and her last living relative. So you can imagine. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, devastating to my mom. I'm so broke, I can't leave to come home for the funeral. I have to make this $600. Oh. You know how, you remember those days? You're that fucking broke. <sighs> yeah. So I'm like, I can't do it. I can't give this gig up. I have to work. I have to fucking work. And, um, and my mom is calling me hysterical and I'm calling my cousins. He had six, six kids. Uh, I was calling my cousins and saying, I'm so sorry. And I can't be there. And you feel like a piece of shit cause you can't be there and it's horrible and you can't comfort your mom cause you're on the other side of the country and all this stuff. Terrible. So my girlfriend at the time calls me and she's talking to me. She knows everything that's going on. And she says, um, do you even miss me? Oh, cause you don't sound like you miss me. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm a little fucked up right now. My mom's calling me every 10 minutes crying hysterically. I've been on the phone all day with my cousins, my uncle dying. I'm fucked up. So blah, she was blah, like, blah. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said that. And she knew I wasn't like really close, like, Close with my uncle in the sense of like he's not a guy I would call to confide in. Yeah. Um, but I love the guy, and uh, and I go so I'm sorry I'm a little fucked up. And she said, "What did you think she said?" Uh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have. Uh, I, I feel bad. I shouldn't have pushed you. Oh, something like that. I might. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were going through that. My, I, I feel bad. How about some along those lines? How close? about <laughs> close? You're you're really close. Okay. I'm amazed actually at how close you are. It was almost like that, except it was a slight difference. What she said was. I think it's disgusting that you're using your uncle's death as a excuse to pretend like you're sad right now. That might be important to you, but this relationship is what's important to me. Wow. And I said, you're a horrible fucking person. Wow. You're the worst person I've ever met in my life. And I know you're a piece of shit. Fuck you. Never fucking talk to me ever again. Wow. And every reason I wanted to dump her up until that point was completely justified. Her hanging on the guys, her denying things in arguments, her lying. She oh, would yeah, lie you a see lot. it all at the same time then, you right? see it all. And you go, oh, I've been up. dating a fucking psychopath. You take the veil off. Yeah. Completely off. Wow. So that was that. And then what, you never got a spot again? Who was it? Sam from Caroline's? No, no. It was a long time Sam. ago. Who Sam's was, the best. Who was the club? What was the club? Just tell me the club, not the name. Nah, no, I, I, I don't want to trudge up. There's certain dirt I shouldn't trudge up right now. Was it right a good now. club or was it a bad club? Yeah, it was a good club. Oh. And I didn't... Was it Esty? No. Yeah, yeah. It was Gnome. It wasn't a girl. It was Gnome. I was dating Gnome, and that's why I don't work the cellar. Uh, <clears throat> what was she before the booker? A waitress? I like Esty quite a bit, by yeah, the way. Yeah, me too. She's all right. Yeah, I like Esty. I thought it was really like... Oh, oh, 
Oh, you say that. I just want to. I just want to be clear that <laughs> my upset, uh, my upsetness, is not directed, directed at Noam. <laughs> and I don't hate Noam. I'm just. It just bugs me. Uh, anyway, go ahead. You should you get say? spots there. It's what it's sort of. It's an. It's an injustice. What's happening? Yeah, you don't well, get spots. I think there. that door is closed once your manager hears this podcast and calls Noam to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, what'd you ask me? What did I ask you? It was an excellent question. Uh-huh. What was it? Who's texting you? Right. Um, oh, was she a waitress before? What was she before? How did you, how did you just become the book? She was a waitress. Not a comic. Okay. My theory was, this is a little arrogant, I guess, but like my theory was that she got a little more notice because she was dating me and I was working at the club so much. Right. So she got more of like a, a buzz off you. Not that I was anybody big. Yeah, Christina Ricci shows up with someone on her arm. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> gentleman am I, on the am I Christina Ricci? You're in the sense you are. In the, and, all right. and that girl was Owen Benjamin. Benjamin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just felt like I worked at the club a lot. She was a new waitress there. Yeah. I was dating her. They would make the staff would make jokes about how we were dating. I feel like that kind of got her a little on the radar. Of a little more than she would have. People been. respect you more because then they're off limits. People what? People respect her more probably because she's off limits. When you don't have to look at a girl as a no. sexual as a sexual thing because they're like, oh, my friend dates her, I can't. I'm like, oh, let me take her seriously. Uh, for her no, insights. no, 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 no. I don't think it was anything like that. I literally just think it was like the upper management got a kick out of the fact that we were dating yeah. and that put her in their minds. And when it came time to fill a position. Who on the staff would be good for this? Oh, well, how about? She's great. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I, I really feel like that's probably kind of what happened. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it was she was so new to the yeah. club. She was the new girl. Did you ever go back there? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I she worked there She stopped working again. at some point. She's not there anymore. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, she's not there anymore. I, dude, this story doesn't end there. Oh. Uh, tons of crazy shit happened after that. What happened? She, um, one of her, f- well, and I'm actually very friendly with this guy now, but one of her friends one night got really drunk and like tried to fight me out in front of a bar. Because something she said about you? I guess so. Oh, girls yeah. Do well, that. Girls do that. They're she like, painted this, honor. she painted this crazy picture. Yeah, of course. And two, two guys that I knew that were friends with her that I was pals with, like were real standoffish with me. And one of them tried to fight me. And I was like. This is bullshit, guys. This is bullshit. You don't know what's going on. Stuff's fucked up. Nobody's listening to me right now. Everybody's listening to her because she's on the inside. Yeah. And two days later, I saw him again, and he was like, dude, I'm sorry, man. I was, I was fucking out of line. I'm sorry. And yeah. I was like, it's all, it's all good, dude. It's all fucking good. Don't worry about it. My, uh, yeah. my friend was hooking up with a front bartender at the comedy store once, and he was like, no, she's awful. I hate her. But yeah, we hooked up. She goes, I never hooked up with him. And we're all like, dude, she says she didn't hook up with you. And he goes, have I ever lied to you before? Right. I've told you about every fat girl I've ever fucked. Right. I'm right. telling you that I did. Right. And then I, when I found out, I was like, sorry. He goes, well, yeah, why didn't you believe me? Yeah, I know. Why would you take? I'm like, because she's prettier than you, I guess. I know. That's incredible. It's incredible. It yeah. is like a, there's a reason that thing, the sirens, is like a thing. Oh, right. There's a reason that's a thing where you believe the song of the female. <laughs> yeah. It lures you in and then it fucking eats your heart or whatever the sirens did. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, and then you're killing your fucking, you know, your teacher's husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's fucked up, man. So like, and and by the way, ladies who are listening, I know there's right, a I'll whole. I'll fix you. Listen, 
I know there's a whole other skill set of shittiness that men do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're only complaining about you because we date you. Yeah. I don't date guys, so I don't fucking know. There was that know? Keniston quote about it? Yeah, man, man never broke my fucking heart. Yeah, it's like, why don't you make fun of women? Why don't you make fun of men? It's like, oh, man has never made me want to try to drive into a tree. Drive my car into a fucking wall. <laughs> the <laughs> bluntness of that joke, the simplicity. Say, I mean, you know, why don't you take a shot at the guys? I say, I don't know, maybe because a man never broke my fucking heart. <laughs> man never made me want to drive my car into a fucking wall. <laughs> it's so simple and so yeah. fucking funny. Um, my favorite simple one of his was he goes, when they're talking about drunk driving, he's like, how else are you going to get your car home? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they never point that out in the commercials. So funny. It's so funny. Um, so that happened. They should have a commercial then, that says, just pull your car off to the side. Yeah, just pull it off to the side. Yeah, drive it a block or two. And then yeah, then they'll, so, no, you, but they'll fucking arrest you for that, too. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, you got to love it. You got to love it. You can get arrested or a citation for in, being in your sleeping. fucking car sleeping. Yeah. What the fuck are you supposed to do sometimes? Yeah, that's sometimes. Like, Come on, man. You're making me drive drunk. So what else does she do? Yeah. Um, yeah, by the way. Oh, uh, and what's it cost to get out of a DUI? Ten grand? Yeah, that's oh. convenient. Um, anyway, so um, she, uh, she, so then, oh. Then a friend of mine worked at the club, <clears throat> a waitress. Um, a, my, it was my buddy's um, fiance, yeah. and I got him. I got her. She needed a job. I got her this job at the club, and because um, they were new to New York. And uh, one night, she she always accused me of being um, um, sexually attracted to my friend's fiance. Yeah, because once I said. She's a really beautiful girl. Yeah. And so my girlfriend would always be like, because you think that fucking bitch is hot. And I was like. <laughs> what? Was she Puerto Rican? Who was this no, girl? She was Irish. Wow. What a feisty And temper. she would go into a black scent when we were arguing. Do you know, there's nothing that will make you have douche chills harder than that. Like, like when you're talking. Accent. You'll be like, I would argue like with her about somebody and be like. Be Yo, like you don't treat me like that. No, no, no. What? Way worse, dude. Oh. Way worse. Yeah, I'd be like arguing on behalf of, a, like we'd have a disagreement about a female and I'd be like, I'd be like, come on, she's fucking cool. Like you're really misjudging her. Yeah. And she would, she would be like, she'd be like, man, that's so funny that you're defending this bitch because I'm sitting here like, damn, I thought I was sucking yo dick. She would do that in an wow. argument. I just almost fucking gagged as I was saying that. It was so gross when she would do it. So many hard people in New York. Like, it was gross. And I don't mean, oh, gross, a black boy. I mean, like, it was gross, like... It was so like crude, crude, and like condescending and racist, and like it was, and it was just so many things. And, and and above all, the most offensive thing to a comedian: a terrible attempt at a voice. <laughs> yeah. Like there was nothing organic or funny about the voice. I was just like, that's the thing I hate most about that voice. Anyway, it's trying too hard. Exactly. So, um, so one night she corners my friend yeah. who I got the job for. Uh, and she's talking shit about me. And her brother worked at the club too, my ex-girlfriend's brother. And they corner my friend and they're talking shit about me. Joe's a piece of shit. He's this, he's that. And my friend sticks up for me. She goes, I'm not fucking trashing my friend. Yeah. He's my friend. I'm not joining you in this. I don't agree with you. I like him very much. The next day, I call my ex-girlfriend and I go, listen to me. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Just her brother was trashing me because okay. I actually had made amends with my ex-girlfriend at this point. Oh. Where it was like, okay, let's just. And this was the last straw. This is when it was could not be rectified. Yeah. We. I called her the next day and I said, "Hey, hey," and she goes, "Hi, how's it going?" I go, "Listen, can you do me a favor? You got to tell your brother to stop. He can't talk about me like he is to the to the staff." Oh yeah. It's I go, "It's slanderous," and she's like, "She goes, you made your fucking bed now, lie in it." Oh. And she goes, you want something from me now? You want something from me now? This is the bed you fucking made. You fucking lie in it now. And I was like, we're cool. And she goes, no, we're cool as long as you don't need some shit. Now you need some shit and all this stuff, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? She hangs up on me. Oh. The next day, my friend gets fired. That's the worst because you just want to talk logic to Like, hey, stop it. No, I don't need anything from you. I'm saying just right. tell your brother to stop acting on your behalf to fuck with me. Yeah. Next day, my friend gets fired. Wow. My friend gets fired, and she watched from across the room with her hands, her arms crossed. Because your friend defended you to, to the brother. Yeah, yeah, she got my friend fired. God wow. knows what she said or made up to get the girl fired. Wow. But she got her fired because, because her job was basically to be, I think, kind of in charge of the staff a little bit. So she's like, oh, there's... there's or like the wait staff, I mean. She just got rid of one if they got into a fight. She, like, gave the order... To wow. get my friend fired, like gave the order to the, one of the managers and was like, have her fired. So how bad did you feel? So bad. I felt terrible. Yeah. I felt terrible about it. And then I didn't work at the club for a very long time. Did you? Um, and I kept cool with the people that worked there. I stayed cool with the owner and the managers. What um, was it? I'm not going to tell you. Uh, I stayed cool with everybody. Yeah. Except her. Can I press pause and then you tell me? I'll just tell you after. Okay. It's so long to wait. And then... How long is this podcast? I don't know. What are we at now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How long is it at? It's an hour. It goes to when it goes. I don't know. We're at an hour already? Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, yeah, no, she... That was it. Like, So I stay cool with everybody. Yeah. And I also, made it, I also made it clear to everybody, like, look, guys, I'm not going to break your... Like, I never called anybody and said, help me. I made, I made it very clear that I had no problem with anybody else and that I understood what was going on, which was a situation where somebody that worked there didn't want me there and it was a fucking major headache for everybody around her to try to deal right. with that. So I was just like, fuck it, I'm fine, I'll live. I'll keep, I'll keep moving and I'll be fine and I'll get wow. over it. So now, after that, were you like, I gotta stop dating people that work at clubs? Mm -hmm. You were. Yeah, I think... Um, and you hadn't after that? I did one. I can't remember the last time I hooked up with like a waitress when they left. I can't remember the last time I hooked up with a waitress. Yeah, those stand waitresses are pretty cute, but then you like, <clears throat> this is such a bad idea. The stand up, oh, just general stand up. No, the stand, the club, the stand. Oh, the stand waitresses. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're very cute. <laughs> yeah, and then you want to yeah. talk to them and stuff. Or it's if you a nice looking next stand. door. You're like, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> this is just like. I love those girls. I fucking hang with them. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, we hang. I go Who's to the that one that went to new school. Who? Who's the one that went to new school? I don't know. The artsy, like, gothy one. Uh, I don't know. Cool. I didn't. One of them went to the new school. Something like that. I don't know. Art school. But I have fun with them. I drink with them over there till like four a.m. And yeah. we all lived in Brooklyn, so I'd give them rides home and stuff. But it, it was always stayed stayed. Oh, you drove out there? Appropriate. Not when I was drinking, but yeah, yeah. I would drive when I was in New York. Um. When you see like new comics, new chick comics, mm -hmm. do you get attracted to them or do you see them as like, as like, oh, maybe I should look into this? 
Do you understand the difference? W- like, like there's some, like people ask me like, oh, why do you go for like young girls? Is it because they're they're not smart enough to, to say no? And I'm like, no, it's because I actually like them. I right. like hanging out with them. Right. So like when you see like a new comic, are you like, oh, there's a victim, or like, or, like, are you into it? I've seen you stay till like two a.m. No, like, I don't see them someone. as a victim, Ari. Jesus Christ! Is there Almighty. a better way to say that? You know, there's a do you better mean way to like? Do, am I looking at them like, oh, here's somebody that doesn't know me, so I can fuck her? Probably. Yeah, maybe. No, yeah. no. Or if they look up to you. Do you ever do that no. with somebody who like knows your comedy when they started like no, three years these ago? Poor girls, if any of them do look up to me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've dated those girls before. I'm not saying I've never dated a girl that like admired some of the stuff I've done or admired me as a comic. I absolutely have. Yeah. But like it was never like a thing of like preying on like a like a groupy thing of like, oh, she'll do whatever I want. It was never that. It was just like, oh, this is nice. This girl's like into me. Right. I always just looked at it like that. The way I look at oh, right. here's my here's my thing with comics, with dating comics. It's like, do I get excited when I meet new female comics? Yes, I do. Do I want to date them all the time? No, not all the time. Do I want to date them sometimes? Absolutely. Yeah. And the reason why sometimes is because I'll start talking to them and they'll be really cool and I'm having fun and we're laughing and yeah. I'm like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, and you're I, excited about comedy and you kind of remember that. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. And that's a great thing. You got up into a book show. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. I've loved to date a performer that where there's not a weird like what time difference in the career. Oh right. Oh yeah, if you date like a musician or an artist that's been doing it the same amount of time as you have. That's what I'm saying. That'd be great if we could like really look eye to eye and there's no competition or anything like that. Who was your last girlfriend? One like that. It was the last one that I got. Can you say her name? Was it publicly? No, Ashley McComber. What'd she do? She's an artist. What kind though? Painter. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. You ever look at a girl like, like, oh, I, like a new girl in the scene, and you're like, I want that. The Carly Aquilino syndrome. <laughs> I saw her, and I was like, who's that girl? And Carly's, they're like, oh, she's dating this comic. And I'm like, well, I'll just sit here and wait. Carly's beautiful. God, she is. And then you heard they break up. You're like, finally. And then you're like, she's dating a Nick. And you're like, that chance has passed me by. Who's she dating? A New York Knickerbocker. She's dating a member of the New York Holy Knicks. Holy shit, really? Yeah, and her boyfriend good. is a huge Knicks fan, and now he's all torn. Chris? Yeah. Her ex-boyfriend? Yeah. Why did uh, they break up? Do you know? Oh, shit. Everything breaks up always. That's why. Everything fails. Yeah. Everything crumbles. That's why. Because, of course, it was going to. Because their situation wasn't the only one ever that's not fresh. Yeah, I've known Carly for a long time. Well really? well before she ever did any of the girl oh, you know stuff. Her? I met her at a show. She was like a comic for a while? Um, I feel like she's been doing that for like two or three years. She was like a... Bringer comic when I met her. She was working at a hair salon. Did she have that red hair then? Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah, she's always... She's hot, man. She's always yeah. really pretty. She's adorable. Yeah. Do you see girls like that where you're like, hmm, who's this new girl? No. No, come on. I get like that. No. You don't? You don't say like, hey, who's this girl coming around Oh, all well, time? like, yeah. I, yeah, of course. Uh, it's like, oh, there's a new pretty girl around? Awesome. Yeah. But I'm not sitting there like rubbing my hands together, like patting my crotch. I don't understand how you're saying it. Because I've heard you date a lot in the scene. And I've seen you have to look both ways. I'm like, fuck, I dated this girl, but this girl's I hooked up with yesterday. And I know, now it's trouble because the second girl's here. Look, I that's just happened. talk about those situations. That's happened to me, but it's, it's happened to every guy. What's, yeah. what's them being comics have to do with it? Every guy's been in that situation where you go, ah, oh, fuck. I fucked up. Yeah, I want to talk about it. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Well, like when you walk in, do you like have four thoughts to be like, ooh, if I hook up with this girl, it's going to get hard for me here with this other girl. 
or do you uh, not think about it till afterwards? Yeah, of course I try to respect, like... No, 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 no. Not hurting somebody's when feelings. When you do it anyway. I mean, is there a period that goes through your I head? I don't like, usually do it anyway, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe it was my like, first week or two in New York, and I saw that. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I might have been in a bad fuck. spot one night, but, like, I mean, everybody's been in a bad spot. Like, I don't, like, it's not like I get off on it. Right. No, no, of course not. <laughs> no, I mean, once of course I not. Did, that sounds though, sarcastic. Oh, yeah. I will say this. No, once I did, though... I know, I'll never forget this. I threw a party for something. Yeah. And I pulled Rachel Feinstein aside and I go, there are five women here that I've hooked up with <laughs> in some capacity. And Rachel has never let me live that down. Really? She's always made fun of me about that. But you know what? It was fine. Like, nope. Nobody was weird about it. Nobody was weird. I, I don't know if anybody even knew. And nobody expected anything from me either. Like, yeah. I've always been a very honest person. I don't. You don't say I love you. I want to. Be, I want to make no, life with you. Man. Right. No. Although the joke I said the other night, where I said I once told a girl I love you just to get her to sleep over, and then that turned into a six month psycho fuck mistake. Yeah. That was the girl I was talking about, the Booker. Oh, really? That's true. You said you love her just to get her to come. I think I kind of did love her, but I was trying to get her to stay over. You made, and your, made your bed and I lied. Yeah. Fucking what a wicked witch, man. <sighs> um, but anyway, she's still around the scene. No, she's off. She's not even. She doesn't even live in New York anymore. Oh, that's so lucky when you hear that. It's great. Yeah, and I work the club. I work the club all the time again, and it's fucking perfect. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's you know not all the time, but you know like enough. Yeah, more than Uh, filler. More than yeah, more than most places. So it's um, here's the thing: is that um, when that that's where that's where the communication, the disconnect is happening, and I just realized where we're not seeing each other eye to eye. I don't, I don't try to, I, I'm a very upfront guy, so I don't often end up in situations that are bad because I'm pretty honest about where I stand with stuff. How do you do it? You just say like, look, I'm not really looking for, what do you tell them? Like, how do you do it? Yeah. You say like, I'm not looking for anything. Well, I mean, some, you don't always have to say that. Yeah, it just Sometimes it's obvious. just a nice understanding that's yeah. unspoken, but you know, look, I've said to girls straight up before, like, listen, here's where I'm at. I like you. I think you're cool. I think we'd have a lot of fun if we hung out. I'm not into like a, getting into a serious thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not looking to date right now. You say that? I've said that. Wow, that's so honest. I've said that. No wonder your apartment's so clean. <laughs> taking care of business. That's what that clean is. Clean apartment, dirty soul. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. No, you say it. That's nice. That's no, I, 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 I think it is. I think yeah. it is. Like I've, I've, I've also said to girls like, what's sometimes a girl will be like, oh, I no, I don't know. And I've I've said like not because they like me so much, but just like what are we? What is this? What is this casual thing you're trying to do? And I and I've often said like, what's the harm in it? Oh yeah, what is the harm in it? What's the harm in it? Like I'm not that kind of girl. I want to be like, what kind of girl? Yeah, I go. We're what we're two grown ups. Virgin. We're hanging out. We're having a great fucking time. Yeah. Let's go hang out some more. And I'm not saying we got to go have sex right now. I'm just saying let's go hang out. And then we'll probably have sex. And like whatever happens is fine, yeah. You know, and I and I mean that sincerely. Right. I'm not one of those guys that like is real angry if I don't get laid or anything. Like, yeah. like I often like just having the company of a woman. I like like sharing the bed. I like the sleepover sometimes. I like like making out. I like a nice hand job. Really? Yeah. I like I like <sighs> doing things to the girl to make her feel good and pleasuring her and stuff. Like oh, yeah, I don't of course. have any I'm a rapist. Like, but there's no part of me that's like, God damn it, you fucking chick slept over. I didn't even get my dick wet. I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah. 
which a lot of my fr- guy friends have never understood. They're like, man, you'll work on a girl till 4 a.m. And then, and then the next day, you'll just be like, I got a hand job. And yeah, I feel like, bad when I work on it for so long. When I'm like, I am trying to get laid. I'm not trying to get to know you. I'm trying to get laid. And then I'm like, I've lost my evening. I love a hand job. Really? Love it. No risk, nothing. Just Where in and out. Hand jobs in New York. So in your sexy. Car? In my apartment. Oh, you, you go home. <laughs> I still don't quite get the dating scene in New York. Do you not bring girls to your apartment? No, I do. But like, yeah, not from a date, really. Well, like, where, where is your hand job question coming from? <laughs> well, I see you like, you, let's say you're at a bar, you're talking to a girl. Yeah. No, then where you like, let's go back to my place. Yeah. Oh, weird. What like, you? you know how you do it anywhere else? I guess. What are you talking about? I don't know. I, don't, I guess I don't do it that way. How do you do it? Should I fuck them in the street? No, that's what I'm saying. I'll, like, arrange it for later. I don't know what I do. You arrange it for, like, you'll say, like, give me, give me your number, and then, like, a week later, you'll invite her over or something? Maybe. Maybe that. Oh, well, I do that, too. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I would usually, like, if I'm yeah, hanging out. I don't meet girls at bars. I don't know how to meet girls at bars. I don't want to meet them right then and then, like, do something. Weed's always such a great... On the road, I can do that. Guys and girls. Yeah, I've had girls do the weed thing to me. I've had girls What do you mean? Like, they say, let's go back to my place and smoke pot. Like, do you smoke weed? And I'll be like, a little bit. Why, do you got some? I do. It's a social thing. You want to go back to your place and smoke weed? Yeah, do you want to? Is that cool? Would you be into that? Is there anything more excited when that happens? When a chick yeah. is asking you to come home with her and being like, is that okay? Would you... Sorry, I don't mean to be. There's a weird kind oh of sexual equality. In That's what I noticed. That Those. guys and girls are on a super even playing field. That everybody's just looking to like, not just hook up, but like, I don't know, just like live their lives around each other. <sighs> I got it. I, I got time. You don't have time. What? I got to get in the briar patch out here, man. Because yeah, I got you nothing. Just gotta start, you got to hang out the comedy store. You got to hang out. I don't know. What other girls do you hang out with? Where else do you meet girls besides in the comics? I don't meet them out here. I've met a few comics who are very sweet and lovely, um, but I'm not like, I'm not asking them on dates or anything. Like, I'm I'm not hooking up with them. I'm just, I don't really like smoking pot anymore. Uh, Um, Quit drinking for a while, didn't you? Yeah, a little while. That's back though. Not really hardcore, maybe one or two nights a week. Oh, wow. You know, and it's really just like a matter of, I work hard all week yeah friday night hits sometimes i'm at work on a friday till nine o'clock you get home it's like i'm not wasting tonight i'm not sitting around and hoping a fun thing happens i'm having a few drinks and getting into like good spirits and whatever like you used to drink a lot more though not in a bad way but you used to drink like pretty heavy oh i used to i used to i used to go at it like four four nights a week yeah probably four uh, there were weeks, there were times where I did it much more than that. But yeah, four nights a week. I can really hold my alcohol, man. I learned yet again last night. Why? Yeah, you're good at it. You don't get drunk to like throw up. You're just like, Dude, my buddy came fine. over last night. Aaron, yeah. you know Aaron Cater? Yeah, sure. Great dude. Yeah. One of my favorite guys on Aaron? the planet. Known him forever. Over the years? Just known him forever, yeah. Yeah, we started together. I love Aaron. He came over last night. I go, he's like, I, I, we haven't seen each other. Let's hang out. I go, Aaron. 10 p.m. Friday night drinks. He's like, great. I I'm, I leave work. I pick him up. We come over here. Dude, we had four whiskeys in an hour just yeah, sitting here at the table. That's a lot. I was fine, dude. <laughs> I was, dude, I felt like it that's was a lot. nothing. We got to the bar. 
I go, you want a beer and a shot? And he's like, yeah, man. And he goes, <laughs> I don't really need it, but I'll take it. He goes, I got to be honest with you, bro. When we were at your place, I was like almost ready to split. <laughs> I was pretty fucked up. And I was yeah. like, really? You were? I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> There's not the alcohol culture here. And then I drank a beer and did a shot. And then I felt pretty drunk. Oh. And then I came home. We had an, we stopped another place, had like half a beer. And then I came home. And then I was like, okay, I'm pretty fucking drunk. And then Pete came over, and I had one more whiskey, which I shouldn't have done. Pete drinks. Pete can handle it. Pete's all a big sh- guy, all too. He, can, guys can he can hold it. it. He can hold it real well. But I just was like, man, I can really... I think I, I think I have the capability of drinking to a part point uh, to a dangerous point in the sense of like I might not drink that much, but I still I still think on the days I do drink, it's still probably too much. Like, oh right, you don't just have two beers. It just takes, it just takes like, it just takes a lot, dude. I don't know. Yeah. I just got a good you tolerance. tolerance. That's how I'm with weed. And people are like, oh, should we stop? I'm like, no, what do you stop? Let, just let me have it, and I'll handle it for a while. Uh, yeah, it's like I, I'll call people sometimes the day after a night out. Yeah, I'm like, hey man, sorry, was I yeah. annoying? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I go, I was just so fucked up last night. And they go, dude, I literally couldn't tell. Wow, you like, got, you got, you can handle it. You've got. I what's it hold my shit, dude. Even my when I get sick, that. I'm like, I'm so collected. I walk to someplace safe to barf. I puke. It's very clean. And you come back. I never barf in the room. I never do any of that stupid shit. I don't black it's out. Childish shit. I don't get into fights. That's good. I just know how to handle it. Do you ever date older girls in the scene, like older comics? I'd love to. Did you ever? No, but I've only love the to. ones I've been attracted to were like Judy Gold and Margaret Cho. Yeah, but now it's like I remember for that. I was doing the um, I was doing the uh, Laughing Skull. Yeah, and Margaret Cho stopped in and did like yeah. some spots in front of me. Yeah. On my shows, and uh, I really wanted to hit on her. God, she's so hot. I you know? really wanted to hit on her, and like I just couldn't. Why? Because you knew her as like the. I before couldn't you started, get around Margaret Cho. Like, yeah. I just couldn't get her. Like I'd never known her. I'd never met her. But she was a celebrity before you knew. Yeah, her. she was like she a was name Margaret Cho. Yeah, and she was so nice to me. And I, I like she's I don't a know. Nice person. She, maybe she might have liked me. Maybe she wouldn't have. But I couldn't get my fucking head around. I like, get the feeling Margaret Cho is like if you make a move and I'm into it at all. Yeah, we'll do it. She seems like a free spirit. Yeah. <laughs> she was did my storyteller show once, and Marin was fucking with her from the back. And he was like, you fucked everyone but me. She goes, I'll fuck you if you want to fuck. We can do it. Let's exchange numbers. It was like, it was just so oh, casual. Man. And like, yeah, with the tattoos on her thigh. I'd love to bone her. I'd love to. She got naked on stage that night. What night? That night. Really? In front of you? Um, well, in front of the audience. But I'm saying in front of in, me, in, in front of the audience. before you? Yeah, yeah. Not naked. She like, but she like pulled her fucking dress up. Wow. Like up over yeah. her boobs, I mean. I can't remember if she was covering her boobs. I feel like she might not have been, though. She just took him out? She was, like, talk, doing this whole weird thing about her tattoos. And, like, she was just, like, totally in the zone of, like, fuck it, free, free spirits. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's a cool girl. She's real cool, man. Chick, I should say. She's real cool. I, uh, I mean, of course, who hasn't had a crush on Sarah Silverman, right? I mean, has... Ari. Never? Dude, she's Jewy looking. Oh, she's the hottest... The hottest. She looks like my sister. I feel so unprofessional saying that right now. That she's hot? Yeah. She I, was one time I was at Largo and she was like hiking up. You know how you can like lift your skirt up to hike up that, that's, what's that stuff that goes around your 
like the the pants that girls wear. It's not tight. Spanks? No, they're not pants. They're like see-through pants, whatever they're called. They go over your underwear. Like leggings. Yeah. Yeah, whatever that is. That's Spanx. Pantyhose. Pantyhose. Yeah, thing. well, the ones that go to the panties, that's like Spanx. So okay, like, yeah. yeah. So she was picking them up and like, lifting their skirt up, and Brian Bussain was in front of her, and I kind of looked over, and she was like like five feet away from me over there, and she goes, I'll get a good look, and I want to be like, well, quit fucking lifting your skirt up in front of me. I'm not ogling you. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, no, I... Uh, She's cool. I just never saw her that way. She just seemed like family-ish too much. She's... Oh, my God. I, I met her one time, and yeah. at, at uh, Amy Schumer's house... Yeah, I went over to Amy's to play poker, and it was me, Sarah. <laughs> it's like a young comedian's wet dream. <laughs> when it Playing was poker with. <laughs> well, it wasn't yeah, young. I was like a year ago. Oh, it was really? like last okay. year. Yeah, yeah, it was. But I went over as Amy, me. Those GQ articles were Rachel. all about her playing at Colin Quinn's home game, and I was yeah. like, "Whoa, I'm and, part of that." Yeah, and Kyle Dunnigan was there, and Rachel, and Sarah Silverman, and I was like. I got over it enough that like I was able to talk to her and stuff, but like I, it took me like 25 minutes, like, like of like looking oddly around. The room. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> just like, normal. it's just like, she's again, a person I've known of before I ever even did comedy. Yeah. And, uh, and then also too, I think she's like strikingly beautiful. So you're just like, just play cool. Be cool. Be cool. Man. Be she cool. was going out with Kyle Dunnigan. I don't know if they still the are. I but so. I don't I have no idea, actually. Is that public knowledge? I think so. Did I just blow up the spot? Nobody cares. She right, well. a porn star. If she's a porn star trying to pretend like she's just open for fucking anybody, then you would have heard her. But if she's just a girl. So she's like, a girl. They can date people. Yeah. So she, uh, but I remember at one point we were walking down a hallway because we went out to Amy's like, there was like a patio thing in the building, a roof deck or something. Yeah. And we were walking back to Amy's apartment and we're walking in the hallway and I was the last person in the line of us yeah. and her and Kyle were right in front of me and Sarah like turned around and looked over her shoulder and she just goes Joe DeRosa like that yeah. and I was like <laughs> 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 like she knew my name I couldn't believe she knew my name or remembered it at least from when she learned it 10 minutes earlier I was like Man, was that awesome. <laughs> She's probably saying it to get it in her mind. Joe DeRosa. Was that awesome? And then wow. here's the other one. I, 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 when I was... <laughs> I, had a, I used to have a crush on uh, Janine. Oh, really? I did when I was like young, before comedy. I thought she was super hot. Sure she and loves hearing still, that. Still once in a while. What? <laughs> sure she loves hearing that. Uh-oh. Man, when I was young... Woo! Uh, too, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I still think she's really hot. Like yeah, that Daria I, look, man, was great uh, for a I, while. Actually, she holds it together pretty well. She's so hot. You still. see, and you're like, oh, it's still. She's All still. Right. She's so hot. Still, I feel like though. I feel. I, I, I love. She's very sweet to me. Like yeah. every time I've ever talked to her, met her, she's been very nice to me. Um, but I can't say that I currently still have a <coughs> a crush on her. Me and Nick Yusuf um, used to have it hardcore for her. Who? Me and Nick Yusuf. She was. She's still like so fucking sexy, man, with the glasses. The glasses. Again, the tattoos. Oh yeah. <coughs> How old is she? Probably forty-five, fifty. That's great. That's so great. That's so. Uh, I love it. Anyway, maybe forty. I don't know. When she hit, I wonder if she was my age before I started. She was like twenty-one or something. I always feel like that sounds like I'm being degrading to say to, to speak of a woman's age. Oh right. But it's not to me. I'm no, saying society's like, degrading. What's the difference? I'm well. <laughs> Milk no kernels. That's normal. I'm saying like it is. Apples has, go black. As a huge compliment, like 
I find older women. Did you see the um, to be cover extremely of, uh, attractive at uh, Christy Brinkley at sixty? She looks amazing. Suit. She looks amazing. She's f- Jane Garofalo is forty nine. Forty nine. Wow, dude, look at her. She's fucking beautiful. That's Wikipedia. Garofalo in two thousand twelve. That's her in two years ago. Most two years ago. Beautiful, like beautiful. Wow. Um, that's amazing. But anyway, I, we did a thing. We did this debate show. Yeah, the debaters. She was married until 2012. I didn't know that. We did that show. Yeah. It's at the 92Y uptown. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that place. Super famous. Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. The 92Y is the downtown one. That's Tribeca. Uh, this, I forget what this place is called. Anyway. Something honorable. It's on the Upper West Side. And okay. they do this debate show, and it's teams of comics and writers or whatever, and they debate each other on a thing. So I was in the, I was in the books versus movies debate, yeah. and I was on team movies. With James Adomian and Brooke Van Poplin, and then the team books was Janine Garofalo. Uh, um, um, I forget the other two people that were there. Yeah. Um, and I did this whole everybody, you know, you have to go up like a debate and do like a debate thing, uh, whatever that's called. And I did this all these bits about how movies are better than books and whatever. And then the last thing I did was were it not for movies you would never you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. and then like i just did a string of like funny ones about you and, mean no, no 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 just about were it not for movies Humanity. you would never have learned da, 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 da. Uh-huh. were it not for movies you would never i don't remember any of them but the last one was and were it not for movies I would not, and I like pointed at Janine, and I go, I would not have realized that in college that you were the woman I was supposed to marry. <laughs> and uh, but the truth about cats and dogs, she didn't really laugh. <laughs> really? Yeah, like I thought it was like a cute thing. Like, hey, Janine, remember when every guy in college had, had a crush, crush on you? On you? Yeah. Like, I don't know if she didn't not. I don't know if she didn't like it, but she didn't really laugh. And then I also did a whole thing about how she was a traitor, being on the book team uh-huh. because she's been in seventy five movies and she's never written a book. Yeah. And she goes and she goes, ah, not true. And I go, if you're going to tell me you co-wrote that book with Ben Stiller, I'm not counting it. <laughs> and she laughed at that. She thought that was funny, but she didn't laugh at the crush part. And wow. I, then I got in my head like, should I not have said that? Like, I felt so weird after. But I thought it was such a funny, unique Do you think maybe she was just moment. thinking about her next joke or something? No, uh, no, no. She, she just was thought listening. it wasn't pleasant. I don't think she thought it was unpleasant. I thought maybe I embarrassed her. Maybe she was just like... Why would you make Janine Garofalo uncomfortable? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Maybe she's like, oh, here's another fucking moat professing his love to me. I've heard <laughs> she it. She probably had that for 10, 15 straight years in college. Yeah, yeah. You know, before I started, I was actually really... In- oh, great. Thank you. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I really look up to Back you. Back of the line. Okay. Yeah. So... Have you ever um, hooked up with a chick and then in like the scene and then... Ha- another fart? Sorry, dude. Oh, I didn't smell the last one. I ate so much pizza. The paint smell in here is overwhelming the fart smell. Um, and then had to like get into some sort of like um, in any sort of drama with some dude who's had a crush on her or dated her before that you weren't aware of or you were aware of. You know? No. You never had that? No. That's good. No, I don't think so. That's good. That's a problem that usually like if you date some waitress on the road, the owner of the club wants to hook up with her or then book her or something and then you get in trouble because of that. I've definitely slept with some of the same women that other comics have slept with. You and I. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I feel like there was a couple times where I was like, they were like, oh, yeah, you just, 
You just keep following Joe DeRosa, huh? <laughs> like two There's a couple. I don't know. I know the one. I don't know about any others. I had a bunch with a guy. I won't say his name, but an old friend of mine. Some uh, double ups? Some in common? Dude, it was so many. It was like almost Were you guys weird. the same type? No, we were completely different. Wow. We used to laugh about it. We laughed about it so much. Wow. It was just, it happened so many times. <laughs> and like where we didn't know. And then you would and you're like, oh, did you hook you up? You fucked her oh, too. God damn, damn it. it. Yeah, like one of those things. Um, Try doing the math on the time. Like, when was yeah, that? yeah, you? exactly. Fuck. Yeah, no, I never really had one where. Some guy got mm. mad at you. Or a later boyfriend was mad at you. Um, No, I've had guys call me and say, is it cool if I oh, really? ask so-and-so out? Because I know you kind of hung out with her a little bit. And That's a weird phone call. It is. Because either is. you're still into her, and at which point you say, yeah, I don't care, whatever, man. Yeah. And, and don't mean it. Or you really don't care. And you're like, please, yeah, go for it. I stay away from other guys' shit, you know? Yeah. It's like, I, I just don't get into that. The, 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 the biggest problem I think I've ever had is like being friends with a girl in a relationship and it gets misinterpreted sometimes to the boyfriend. Or is maybe potentially inappropriate or something. That's the biggest problem I've ever had. Oh, right. But if you like, know a girl comic, it's like... But I don't run around, around with, with other her. dudes' chicks and shit like that, you know? Some guys like that. Oh, yeah. Some guys like dating behind someone's back. Not even like after they break up or like right after. Oh, you're, you're as free as you're ever going to fucking be. What do you mean? If you do that, yeah. you're free. You're free, free from what? From commitment. Oh yeah, what you, are they just, gonna, yeah you know that's right. the that's the age old fucking story of like you know I left my husband. What's up with us? And it's like Ugh. that's a man I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, like you're the cheater. I'm not gonna go out with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're so you can fucking do this to me again. Oh, for one. Yeah, in four years. Yeah. Um, it's a little book. You have questions in that thing? Yeah, some stuff I think of ahead of time before I get into podcasts. Uh, how far from the end are we? We're all through all the questions I thought of. Okay. This was nice. More. I mean, this was a real low-key podcast, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I feel like we got better as people. You and I? I do. Yeah. I do. I felt like we kind of understood where the other guy was coming from a little more. Like, you came in, like, with, with Joe's a bitch in, in your head. Yeah. And I came in like Ari's a dick in my head. Yeah. And then we talked about it, and we were both like, oh, I see where you right, were going. I barely know you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I went over to you once at the comedy store after Down and Dirty. Mm -hmm. It was like a year later or two later. And then you were at the comedy store. Like, hey, man. And you were like, um, hello. And I was like, oh, that's what this is all about. It. That's no, what this not. is all no, about. No, You're I'm carrying not mad about shit. that at all. I'm not mad about that at all. I was, Dude, I was embarrassed more than anything. I was like, I'm, oh, why would I think he would remember me? I met you so briefly at yeah, that thing. And then all I remembered was... No, I'm really not mad about that. Yeah. Is every guy I would meet, like you, and then like Jake... Uh, what's his name? Siroff. Jake Siroff and whatever. Every guy that I kind of knew yeah. that I would run into again, I'd be like, is this the guy that took his dick out? Is this the guy that took <laughs> yeah. his dick out? And it's like, no, you were the guy that yeah, took was the his guy. dick out. What did you think about that when I didn't even know you? I'm not a big fan of nudity on stage, yeah, but I, I don't know what the it. bit was. Yeah. It's about how you can get a blowjob. You don't have to be hard to get a blowjob. Why did you need to take your dick out? I didn't, but my, my, my friend's manager, Rogan's manager, was like, when I told her I got you know a TV show, she was like, oh, congratulations. You know, don't get naked or anything. And then the light bulb just went off. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Did HBO like it? Eventually, after Norton yelled at him. When Norton yelled at him. But before that, like overnight, they were like, you have to come in again. What the fuck? What's your problem? Really? And he was like, if you edit that, all we have is evening at the improv with curse words. 
And then the next day they were like, no, we loved it. What are you talking about? Of course. And I was like, what happened? Did they yell at you when you got off stage? Yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. Big time. They yelled at you? What did they do? They were just, they were so mad. And I didn't, I left my pants down when I left stage so that they couldn't cut around it. Good for you. Yeah. And they were like, we can't even fucking cut around it because you left your goddamn pants down. If you had picked them up. They yelled at you like that? Yeah. And they're like, take these clothes off. We'll come back tomorrow. We'll do it again. The whole fucking thing. Yeah, so I had to like take change out of my show clothes, and like I was gonna come back the next day. And then they said, "We oh, we love." No, what are you it. talking about? No, that was great. The whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Love that. I love. I couldn't that. understand the switch until I talked to Norton's manager. I love that. That's so great. That's so great. Yeah. Well, you're a true. Uh, you're a rebel. Like guess I wasn't trying to be a rebel. I was just afraid to do regular stand up. It seems no, so boring. I'm, I'm being serious. I think that takes a lot of balls, you know. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> nice. I, that was such an accident. I'm so sorry. But yeah, I feel like that takes guts to do something like that, man. And like whether you look at it as artistic or not, it takes a lot of guts. Oh yeah, I guess so. I haven't thought of it that way. To say I'm not going to just try a regular joke. I'm going to try something. I always look at that as like superpowers. Super what? I look at that as like a superpowers thing. Like, let's say you look back at that and go, well, I don't like that I did that. Okay, but you had the superpower that let you do it. Oh, so yeah. next time, use it for good, and you'll do some other thing that's crazy that you do love. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not even against taking it out, but yeah. I was, I was just more against just doing stand-up. It just seemed like everyone just does stand-up. should do something. You know how when yeah. you start, and you want to be like super creative and change the game? I still try to think of things that are a little different if I can. You know? Yeah. I don't really ever you know most of the ideas you get you get to a point you i have a bit that i've been doing that i love so much and it kills yeah but i don't know if it's a stupid bit to do or not oh really yeah so you might be embarrassed by it it's one of those it's one of these kinds of i don't take my dick out yeah in fact i don't want to say it on here because i might use it to close my next whatever it is hour and i don't want to ruin it but um but i have a bit yeah, that's that what I get to with the, the big gets bits. fucking gets out there. Gets laughs? It gets out there. Dude, it fucking You have to kills. have some silly bits sometimes that you don't have to like stand behind. But it's like, it was just me getting silly. Rogan said he went to watch Norton once at, at Cap City. He was there to do a UFC and he, and he got done with his show early or something. The UFC was early and so he went over to watch Norton. Right. And he said that he was, when he, before he went to watch him, he was thinking of his stand-up. Norton was, I mean, Rogan was thinking of his own stand-up that sometimes he might get too dirty. You know, he's like second guessing himself. And then he saw Norton have like a blowjob joke every other bit. Right. And he was like, oh, yeah, these are just fun. Right. They're just fun. They're fine. Yeah. A big one for me with that was when there's a Richard Pryor bit where he goes, he goes, yeah, y'all might not know this, but one of the perks of show business is pussy. You get a lot of motherfucking pussy. And I was just like, it's okay. It's okay to talk about sex that casually. Yeah, like it's a good way to do it because I always say like you shouldn't really talk about it because it comes up as bragging unless you're like real young or small. Or no, fat. it's like I, I'm starting. This is like the lesson I'm learning this year with stand up. I I'm starting to really learn why things don't work. I when I look back at a set and I go, what were the what were the points that I wasn't happy with? Yeah, all nine times out of ten over the last two months, I've gone. That was an ingenuine moment. It was faking it. It was an ingenuine moment. I said something because I felt cornered and tried to be shocking because I felt cornered. Uh, I said something I didn't really believe in. Right, well, it's the opposite of what you believe. You're yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, and every genuine that. moment is killing, killing. 
Yeah. You know, like getting, like just like getting just into standing that. behind it, you think, in your head as you deliver, you're just kind of like, and fucking black people suck or something, whatever it is. It's like some, uh, yeah, you say some like crazy provocative thing. I don't say that. So you don't believe it? <laughs> but like. Well, you would give me that they do. All right. You know, but like, you know, but like, yeah, like I'll just say it like, um, I can't think of the example right now, but yeah. But like, you know, the other night, that storytelling show that I did with you. Yeah. Great job, by the way. Thank you. I was a little bummed after because I didn't because I didn't crush the whole time. Oh right! But you know what? When I thought back on it, I was like, dude, when you meant to be funny, it was fucking funny and it killed. Yeah. And the only parts that didn't get laughs were parts were that were exposition. Intending to, yeah, yeah. And it was like some people get like that. We're like, it's been like thirty seconds. Why haven't I gotten a laugh? Like, it's okay, man, because you're telling something serious for a second. Yeah, yeah. And it was like it was okay. And I was like, I was like proud of like going on and just sticking to the story. Yeah, a lot of people bail. I'm like, I gotta throw some punchlines in here. Yeah. And um, whatever, but, but, but yeah, it's like learning that genuine versus not genuine learning like that. I'm, I mean to be funny right now yeah. and I don't at this other time and it's okay if I don't for a minute cause I'll be able to turn the other thing back on, you know, my agent's assistant loves you. Um, she begged me to get in cause she was like, Joe DeRosa. I've never seen him live. Really? I want to so bad. Did she like the show? Yeah. Who was she? Desiree is her name. Did I meet her? No, I don't know. I felt bad, like, because... She's yeah. like, she's a comedy fan, too. She's that excited. I was like, yeah. Jesus, I would have liked to have met her and said hello. Oh, yeah. That's nice. I pre- Tell her I appreciate that. Okay, I will. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. All right. Where can people find you? DeRosa? <laughs> What's your Twitter? The end of every podcast. I know. Uh, tell me it's not an underscore. I should do these earlier. Yeah. I'll do them in the big intros, too. Well, I couldn't do it earlier. What? The podcast earned the day, you mean? No, I mean, I should do uh, this part where you get to say where you, to find uh, you earlier in the podcast. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. Before people have tuned out. Uh, Twitter, at Joe DeRosa Comedy. Why that? Was Joe DeRosa taken? Because Joe DeRosa was taken for a website, so I had to do Joe DeRosa Comedy, so then I just made everything Joe DeRosa Comedy. Okay. That. My website's JoeDeRosaComedy.com. Joe DeRosa Comedy at Gmail, if you want to send me a message. Okay. Twitter is at Joe DeRosa Comedy. Uh, my new album is out, You Will Die. I have it. Oh, great. Well, yeah. I hope you like it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I hope all and of you... And someone else's, my uh, uh, Rogan's manager, was bragging about you like 10 years ago with the with the um, the depression... What was that one? The depression auction? Depression auction? Was yeah. that the name of my album? Rogan's a manager was bragging about me? I'm bra- raving. Really? She was like, oh, I loved it. Who is it? Name is Sandra. Oh, I'm looking for it was like a long time right ago. Now. Maybe I should sit down with Sandra. She's not going to do it. She only represents massive people. But she was raving about my album. Yeah, it was like ten years ago. Yeah, but people now can like. I'll, t- I'll ask her if she's at, if she's looking. <laughs> I'll, I'll absolutely mention it to her. But um, all right, yeah. Don't get your hopes up. All right. <laughs> she has like Rogan and Kevin James and like massive people. They just don't have time for little people. She doesn't like have us. any young guys. Uh. Uh-uh. Blyden, that's it. Who? Mike Blyden. Well, all right. So she... that's from before, from someone else. She's had him for like 15 years. All right. Well, I'll ask. Whatever. Her. But she really liked it anyway. The Depression Auction, that's what his name that of the album was. That was my first album. Yeah, she really liked it. My you second know? album is called Return of the Son of Depression Auction. Well, maybe that's the one she liked. Which one's better? I like the first one better. Yeah. The second one was sort of a a sequel or like a coda. Like, here's the bits that didn't. Oh, Really? 
it's, it's a new hour. It's not a B-Sides. It was a new hour of stuff, but a lot of it was stuff Same that thoughts. didn't get to the first album, so it became the base for whatever the next hour was. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, and there's there's a lot of parallels. Like, it ends, both end with a story about a gig going terribly wrong. Uh, there's a lot of stuff about me being out of shape and my body. Like, there's there's just a lot of parallel stuff right. on the albums. Um, yeah, I find it weird when you want to, like, I want to explore this subject, and now it's time to record... But you're like, but I'm not done talking about this subject. Yeah, well, like, I, I'm big on the sequels thing. Oh. I'm big on the sequels thing, you know? Because um, I might do that with this new album. Really? I'm working on, yeah, I'm working on two new albums right now. So, you know, I'm wow. working on a B-Sides, like a true B-Sides album of stuff I've collected through the years. And so they I'm, just didn't make it, but it's not really like yours Stuff anymore. that was never recorded with the yeah. intention of being uh, put out for an album. It was just right. recorded. Um so I'm going to do a B-sides album of that stuff and then I'm and then I'm working Some on different recordings? Oh yeah. Oh that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, no, like a true Here's like, what you should do. B-sides. I'm trying to get people to do this some of these. Right. Commentary on your on your album. So for the B-sides it's sort of say like have some sort of accompaniment like this is where I was when I wrote it. I was, you know, this well, I old. did that on my first album. Oh, you did? Well, I did that on my first album with the bonus track where I was a, it was excerpts of me dealing with a heckler. And in between each excerpt, as the thing progressed, I would do like DVD style commentary about here's what's going on in the room now. Oh, wow. That's so I cool. did that on the first album. I did that on my new album on the second disc where I did an intro about what the second disc is all about. Yeah. So I'm big on that stuff. This new out, al- this, this B-Sides album, I might tie together with that kind of thing. I might tie it together with sketches yeah, it was all different stuff. recording. Oh, sketches is going to be cool too. I don't know. I might just make it like like a, like a collage of comedy and in between all these weird sketches and things are like the bits right. that didn't like, that, uh, that were never released. Yeah. I might just do it as a straight up B-side. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. But um but I'm doing that and then I'm working on a new album uh like of new stuff. But uh but yes. Where do you get up here? Alt rooms? Mostly. Oh, come on, man. Get back to the normal places. What about the factory? I don't know. Put me up. Yeah, no, me neither. It's just, I just, I, I'm not going to bang on the door. It's like, have your here's my thing. You. you don't have a manager. I yeah. don't have a manager. So, yeah. if Rogan's manager or somebody, I just got to meet with some people. Yeah, that, that'd be my final plug. If you're a manager yeah, and you might want to manage me, uh, I would love to sit Joe there and talk to you. at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah so that's that's about it man all right well awesome um i felt like you resisted me a lot with the chicks and comedy i didn't resist you but we I still got everything yeah uh, you just didn't like the answers you wanted like a lot of like you were salacious. dating more in the scene i wanted more stories from like girls you've dated in the scene there's no stories it's just like it's like yeah. me saying to you ari tell me some stories about girls and it's like there's you're like there's no stories oh, right, right, right. like there's it's just they're just girls i dated yeah okay I mean, the most interesting story is that I dated... The Booker Girl. Well, that one. And that then I good. dated Nikki Glaser. Oh, but that, I didn't know that. Everybody knows that. I wasn't around. Yusuf yeah, dated her, too. N- Nikki... Who? Nick Yusuf. Yeah, oh. Nikki... I don't know Nick. Nikki and I dated. Yeah. And then we did a web series... Together? Together, about a couple in a bad relationship. And... After you broke up? way after we broke up years and years after we didn't talk for th- two fucking years after really? we stopped dating do you have to avoid parties and stuff to stay away from her no i'm not a fucking lunatic oh i did that but you know we uh it wasn't like that i mean we only dated off and on for six or eight months I mean, it wasn't oh. anything crazy but 
we stopped talking for two years and she bless her heart put the best foot forward and got us to be friends again yeah um and now we're really tight where she's one of my close friends um and she uh but we did a web series where a lot of the stuff from from your relationship a ton of it but yeah there were there were very specific things that were based on things that happened between us did you have distance enough that you could be like all right i have a sense of humor about it let's just do a fun thing about it oh dude we had a blast doing it here's how it started yeah i was gonna do a web series called bad dates yeah it was gonna be me every week out with a girl different girl legit date no 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 okay like a reenactment and every week it was going to start with the card that said based on true events because they were all going to be based on my love, ro- romantic mishaps or whatever. Okay. And um, and when Nikki and I became friendly again, I told her that I was working on this thing. And she goes, could I be one of the girls? I'd love to do one of these with you. And I said, yeah. And I said, um, I called her a couple of weeks later. and said, hey, would you want to do one that's based on that when you dump me? the day after Thanksgiving, and she's like, I would totally do that. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw a web series by a guy named Seth, his last name's escaping me, called First Dates that was almost identical. And I was like, okay, I can't, but the deal was already in place. Right. So and I was like, I can't do bad day. I can't do it. I have to change it now. So I changed it. It got retitled as We Should Break Up, which Christina Lee, a good friend of mine, came up with that title. We Should Break Up? Yeah. She was one of the people working on the series with me. And then I said, I'm just going to make it about a couple that should break up. Uh, and every week they're in some sort of fight about or something. something. Yeah. And it does, that way it doesn't have to be dates. Can be, it doesn't oh, have to be. it could be in a home or something. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And then I called Nikki and I said, Nikki, I just, I have a feeling in my gut, you should be the girl. Yeah. Would you want to do it? She was totally in. When she's like doing like an MTV t- show. Like, it was recent. Yeah, we were shooting it like when they were in like pre-production for okay. her MTV show. Oh, that's cool. And um, she was totally in. And I was 110% right. My gut was totally right. She was the absolute best person to have do that with me. It was cathartic on a personal level. Like we got through a lot of like any bullshit that may or may not have been like Left in the over. closet about. Yeah. Like it was gone. Yeah. Because we had to do scenes where we like made out and stuff and yeah. we just got through. It's, it was. Did it you want to get back together with her at all while you were doing that? Uh, what there, percentage of you wanted to get back together with you while you were doing that? There was a period. Yeah. I won't lie. There was yeah. a period where I started to like really like her again. Like, oh, yeah. Because I because we because you're you're spending time again with this person and you're yeah. remembering like oh we had so much fun when we did that thing or whatever um but ultimately it was you know it was meant you already broke up yeah it yeah. was not meant to be so like yeah. it just didn't it wasn't that wasn't what we were there for so but i did definitely feel like for a little while like oh i miss nikki yeah you know it's, you forget <laughs> those the good things and you forget the bad things i mean you remember the good things you're like oh their smile is so great yeah like, it was oh, fun yeah, fight. it was all positive it was so great and then sh- um Beck said he couldn't write Sea Change until he was like like a year or two after he broke up with Ronald Ryder. It was all about their relationship. He oh, said really? he couldn't write it until he had like a year gone by where he could like get away from the feelings enough so he right. could write about it unemotionally. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe I mean, lost this wasn't as heavy as a Beck album. This was like a comedy thing. Oh, right. <laughs> so it was easy just to make it funny. Yeah. But they weren't all based on Nikki, all the episodes. But she just played the, the girl. She that's played cool. the girl, yeah. Some of them were. Anyway, now you got your plugs in the middle. 
Thanks, Joe. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that. <laughs> I got something. Thanks, um, buddy. You're welcome. Are you going to be anywhere? Are you going on the road at all? <laughs> Do you have any Not until the summer, man. Not till you like, are you going to Montreal? I, you haven't heard yet. I haven't heard. Are you going? Do you already know you're going? Is this a nasty show? They booked that earlier, probably. That's what I realize now. I want to do the goddamn nasty show again. So I did it before. I had a fucking blast. Really? Oh, cool. Are you kidding? That ain't me. I've got filth in my act. Oh, filth. Nice. Yeah, I want to do it again, man. It's so fun. Oh, yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Mister Thin Skin has a problem or two. Mr. Thin Skin is aggravated by you. Mr. Thin Skin can't seem to take a joke. Mr. Thin Skin is easily provoked. Boom time. That's the episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, after we spoke, extra details. I realized that I was uh, Eskimo Brothers, not once, but two times with Joe DeRosa. We have randomly had sex with two of the same women. Now, I, don't, I didn't really know him for the longest time, and I was never really in his scene. So I didn't know I was doing that with either one of the girls he had slept with. I didn't know any of that. Not disgusted by it at all. Just thought it was interesting. Two people. That has to mean we're somebody's type, right? That means we're both uh, some sort of specific type. Twice the same girls that were into him were into me. Come on. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Um, anyway, that's the episode. Um, I really did feel like there was so much he was holding back. I wish he would have been more open with. But I, I did get some out of him. That story about that one club was pretty cool. I almost said what it was. Um, yeah, that's it. So don't forget, San Jose, Tempe, Los Angeles for a Storyteller show, Los Angeles for a Store 20 show. Um. Edmonton, Minneapolis, all those are coming up, and Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, check out AriTheGreat.com. Get my new 2014 tour shirt. As always, use the Amazon link on my website, AriTheGreat.com. If you do your Amazon shopping, go over there first. Why don't you? Click on the Amazon link, and that takes you to Amazon. And then if you do your regular shopping, as is, then, um, I don't know, a percentage of the shit they make off you just goes to me. doesn't cost you anything extra. It just gives me some of what they get. And it adds up. It pays for shit. So those of you who have done it, I really do appreciate it. Specifically, Tracy Romano and Steve Simone, who I'll be in San Jose with this weekend. Um, yeah, thank you. So that guy who bought a wedding ring for his wife on there. <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, you guys are cool. Um, all right, I'll be back in New York in April. Yeah, I'm excited. It's still shitty there. It was so hot today. I took a nap. I took a... Uh, a long walk, then a nap. So fucking hot today. In New York, it hasn't hit 60 yet. The high has not been 60 yet. And it doesn't call for it in the 10-day forecast either. So as of Sunday, March 16th, till the 26th, it's not looking for a single day. So I'm at least, when I get back on the 27th, I'm at least, at most, a month past when I should be there. At most. Until it hits a high of 60. Forget it, dude. All right, Ari Javier Skip the Tank, episode 158. Thin Skin Comic Fucker with Joe DeRosa, over and out. Hit him up on Twitter, tell him not to be so fucking, you know, whatever, thin skin that you actually like him. This little cardboard sign. So don't laugh at me. Don't call me names. Don't get your plan.
eyes We're all the same Someday we'll all have perfect wings Don't laugh at me I'm fat, I'm thin, I'm short, I'm tall I'm deaf, I'm blind, help me Don't laugh at me